operators, non-negotiators, chronic bullshitters, and bill collectors. Please hang up and call somebody else. Other than that, call me on business so you have no business calling me, J-Code. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say... I am Emperor! You're listening to the Emperor and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jump and Jean Jean is moving James Dean. Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the Shorts like Air to the Banks of the Chicago Live from the Warm here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA. This is the Emperor's Court here on AlphaGeekRadio.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Lulu. Hey, y'all. And it's funny because we always play that that J. Cool sounder uh-huh. since, you know, he is a guest host and friend of the show. <laughs> sure and he yet, is. Well, he, he, okay. What kind of pissed me off is the fact that, okay, it doesn't really piss me off. I just think it's funny. Um, is that he does this 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 urban radio hip hop podcasting in Cleveland here? But he can't be bothered to come here. Okay, uh, let's be honest. It's a little different, all right, because he is you know a, a rap artist. He does you know uh, manage several uh, talents in the Cleveland and regional area. So I get it. He's trying to promote himself. He's trying to promote his you know brand. And let's be honest, I'm sure we have some rap fans, and Illegal Tender's a big rap guy. Um, I know Samson is. But I, I don't know this necessarily demographics. He likes hanging out and doing the show, but he can't. What was funny to me is, though, is he's telling me about this this rap show or whatever, this urban this urban radio show he does in Cleveland, this podcast. And I guess they make these huge outlandish claims about being number one in Cleveland radio and number one in Cleveland podcasting and number one in in urban radio podcasting in the nation. And when, because he's talking to me about this, he's like, eh. of course, he's my real name at work. He's like, how do you quantify that? How are you able, where do you go? Is there like an Arbitron report type thing for online podcasting? And I said, no, not really. There's no one definitive view. I mean, we have various metrics like, uh, 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 stats, Blair, uh, stats, Barry, and or Blueberry, and or whatnot. Uh, we get uh, the problem is we have different listeners from iTunes, different listeners from Spotify, different listeners from Google Play, different listeners who get it directly from Alf Geek Radio, um, and then it kind of compiles it all into you know a number, and then obviously we have live listeners and and 
what have you. Obviously, live listeners being you know small compared to those who download it. And he was asking me, he's like, okay, so if they're saying they're number one, how would they prove it? I said, well, that's a good question. I don't know. They should have some kind of form of metrics, something that they can show and say, here's how many downloads or how many live listeners. Have they ever showed you anything? He said, no. And I've asked. They said, no, no, man, we're good. We're, you know, number one. It's even, I even went to their website because there's a, a kind of a radio network in Cleveland that's just for podcasting. All right, I went there. It's right out there. It's number one in Cleveland, number two in podcast, number one in this. I'm like, well, okay, by this logic, you know what? I told him, I said, you know, Jay Cool, I'm number one in the world. I'm number one on the internet for everything. I'm the most downloaded and searched for individual in the world. Are you serious? I'm trying to do a monologue, and you're reading an article that says, now you can give oral sex long distance by licking your phone. Do you see the Why are you downloading this app and you put your phone down? Do you see my face as I'm reading? This is disgusting. I see you holding your phone. No. Talking to your mic down away from it. I'm not holding my phone. I'm looking at it on the computer. You know, it's easier if you just move the microphone back towards you. There you go, kid. That's what the boom arm's for. <sighs> I'm just trying to make it easier on you. But I'm looking for, you know, I'm kind of looking for, you know, in kind of, Interjection of knowledge or, or interest in my I'm, monologue. I'm and you're sorry, like, I just... The worst thing I've ever done was to set this up on multiple computers, networking all together so that you would have your own machine to look at articles because it happened last time. You're looking up all this goofy shit on Kickstarter. Well, I'm trying to do a show like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, you're, yep. You're no, the that one that thought like this sucks. would be a great idea. Oh, no, it sucks. No, I meant it's great. Uh-huh, yeah, oral sex in my phone. That looks- then you pick up Kickstarter, you, you bull- <laughs> you're full of shit. I'm, I'm going to disconnect your monitors, what I'm going to do. <laughs> what are you drinking? Well, don't show... This is radio that you can show it Beer. to me. Beer. What? What kind? Blue Moon. All right. When's the last time you had a Blue Moon? Well, since I had a six-pack and it's lasted me three months, it's been a while. Yep. Um, Although you guys killed a bottle of wine last night at dinner. No, we killed a carafe. Is that okay? Sorry, that's right. Because we that was an Italian place. That was easily. I know that I had three glasses, so I'm guessing that's that's what um, Mem did too. At least three glasses. Anyways, for what we did this week, and is that thirty inch monitor? And how did you get that monitor? By the way, Artemis. No, it's not. It's a. 19-inch Samsung POS I had before I got my 30-inch monitor for winning yeah, the I have 2009 the... Blizzard's World of Warcraft Shoutcast competition. Yeah, I have the um, cast-off. The cast-off. That's what you just implied, is that it's the cast-off. Would cast you prefer off. you had nothing? I can make that arrangement, too. After what we just did to clean up the basement so i can actually hang my clothes up again i don't think you're kicking me out sorry when i bought the house and decided to do the basement uh it was before i knew you a and b it was never with the intention of somebody living in my basement (laughs) oh well i have literally rearranged my life and my personal sanctuary (sighs) to give you a roof on top of a roof over your head Yes, and you never let me forget it. Actually, it's a roof on top of a roof on top of a roof, because you're three floors down. Mm-hmm. 
this is gratitude for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is it. This is gratitude right here. Seriously, you never forget. Let me forget it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now she's shaking her head. And now I'm plotting his death. What are you looking at? Is that a is that like a collage place? No, it's just designing Canada. It, it just this is the front page of Kickstarter. It flips. Show prep, ladies and gentlemen. She does it while we're on the air. I've been a little busy today. <laughs> so have I. Well, so what and I was... still say the bunch of articles. Actually, I do have your article. I just can't get to it. For some reason, Cox Communications has had problems the last two weeks with trying to get to their email. No, well, hang on. I could probably find it again. Um... But I had other stuff in my email I wanted to get to. I had people write in. And I, I can't get to it. Anyways, what I ultimately told Jay Cool is, look, I mean, until they show you some kind of concrete numbers, because he asked me to look into it. I said, I, I, you know, I can ask around. I know people that, you know, you know, kind of look into these things or um, whatchamacallit, what am I thinking of? Um, collate, you know, some information. But I got, I said, look, I think the number one person on the Internet right now is either Seth Rogen or it's... Um, Adam Carolla, they've got the biggest podcast in the world. I think it's a bit of a pretty bold statement. In fact, I wouldn't even say, I don't think they can make the claim they're biggest in Cleveland. I'm willing to put my numbers against anybody. Quite literally anybody. But Yeah, I, I found the article. Okay, so you yeah. still got it? All yeah. right, we'll keep it there and, and you can read it when we're ready. But it, it's stuff like that just kind of makes me st- like shake my head. I'm like, okay. I mean, look, if you're trying to impress your friends and, and you're having them come over and, and do the show at, because they have a network or some kind of like weird studio downtown Cleveland where they do their show, which is cool and fine. And I got no problem with that. I, you know, he's just coming to me and he's just, really? I turn my head and what do I see her <laughs> pulling her bra out of her sleeve, then looks at me, shakes her head and goes, <sighs> I'm sorry. Because that's not awkward for me in the least. Hey, it's my room. <laughs> not during showtime. Now you're just flopping every. Oh God, I'm turning. I my... do not flop. I'm moving anywhere. My, I'm turning my chair. I am now staring at not you. Good. Nobody asked you to look at my boobs anyway. It's kind of hard when you're whipping out your bra from your. Armhole. Oh, poor baby. This is the coming from the person live. at the dinner trying to fan herself. Hot flash, hot flash, hot flash. Like four times during dinner. Oh my God, I was roasting, but your sister said she was hot too, and she's not going through menopause, so it may have just been hot. It's always hot. Even while it's, we're getting ready for apparently the storm of the year. I'll believe it when I see well, it. Well, and I will too. And they they keep saying we're going to, depending on how the storm goes, we may or may not get anything. We may get a lot. <clears throat> the Weather Channel is saying we're going to get one to three. The local news channels, and it could be it's just five to ten or right, whatever. East Side's going to get pasted because they always do. Yeah, well, now I'm going to be over there tomorrow. Which is fine. Uh, it's not supposed to start till five. So you'll be actually most of the way home by the time no, I the won't. morning goes into effect. No, I won't. Why? Because I'm over there at 4.30. You get out of 4. And I have to be east side for a doctor's appointment oh, that's at 4.30. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm picking up 
Darth Walker from his friend's house and coming home. So I'll be over there till about six. Can't wait for that. Darth Walker in the house. How long is he here for? Uh, just a week. Just five days. Can I have that in writing? Oh. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we still have the premium internet. So all the bandwidth sucking that's going to go on. How's he done in school, by the way? He's doing very well. He's doing very well. Right now he's looking for his... Um, uh, it's not called an internship. Um, his co-op. Free labor? No, it's not free. He actually Slavery? gets paid oh, to okay. do it. Indentured servitude? Uh, I guess. Kind I mean, of. I they mean get it's paid. it's a paid internship, basically. So indentured servitude. Yeah. So um, where he wants to be is, um, I can't. The name of it is Luprazol, I think, is where he's interested. Luprazol? Yeah, it's up in um, Michigan, Medina, actually. It's it's right here. Luprazol. In... Why does that sound familiar? Don't, what product do they make? Hang on, let me. Pull I thought up. they actually make something like a. I don't know, like a. I thought I'd seen a commercial like Luprazol. It'll lubricate your whatever. No. They make specialty chemicals. <laughs> That's right. I forgot he's studying yeah, he's chemical, chemical engineering. engineering. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like coatings and and things like that. By the way, he ever get back with that chick? No, she completely ghosted him, and then he um saw her at a party that he went to and kind of confronted her. And I wouldn't even bothered. He's like, go ahead. Uh, he didn't tell me any more than that. Okay, I was. She just would have been a waste of time. I mean, if you're not well, all I mean, over just, me and trying to take my pants off, then you're not worth my time. It just pissed me off. Don't, don't do that to my Chicks son. do that all the time. You did it all the time. You may not re- know it. You may not remember it. But I back never. Then, you may not have ghosted people, but I no. guarantee you treated some guys like shit. No. Uh-huh. No, I was always the girl that was hanging on your every word and then changed oh, my oh, entire life. Lulu was easy. No, I was not easy. That is not what I said at all. I was very low self-esteem. Every girl's low self-esteem. Not to the extent I was. Do you know what kind of swordsman I would be if I went back to high school? Well, not as a 30-some-year-old, but I mean, if I was 18 or 16 went back to high school now, knowing what I know, having God's own arrogance and confidence? Uh, I think we'll go with arrogance, not so much confidence. You think I don't have enough? You don't think I have an abundance of confidence in everything I do? No, I'm saying it's arrogance. (laughs) <laughs> well, I have so much confidence, it's now arrogance. But you can do that when you're as good as everything as I am. See, the trick is to do nothing I'm bad at. <laughs> Stick to only things I'm good at. Okay, so gaming and talking about yourself? So far, it's got me this far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at sports. Aye, aye, aye. Well, I was good at sports when I played. I only play one sport now. Okay, one legitimate sport, not an e-sport. I play one legitimate sport now. And I cannot wait until it is softball season again. It's not baseball, it's softball, I'll take it. Sit up straight. I, no, I, I have to lean forward to where this thing is. I only go so far. I, I'm constantly, I, oh. I'm like a tiger, always ready to pounce. <laughs> I am like a coiled <laughs> spring, ready to unleash... This pent-up energy at the least provocation. Yeah. You can be jealous of what I like. This come from the low, low self-esteem one. Remember that, folks. Oh my she God. was easy. Make no mistake. I was not easy. Uh-huh. 
I had one boyfriend in high school. And, and what happened to him? I was with him for three and plus And what happened years. to him? He kind of went gay. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> the prosecution rests, Your Honor. Well, how does that, how is that prosecution resting based on low self-esteem? I said because you were horrible towards men. You were so horrible towards men that you turned one gay. No. That's not easy to do. No. I had nothing Speaking to of do which, with how's that. Silk doing? She's doing fine. She cut all her hair off. She's oh. got some sort of boot camp hair. I don't understand right what it is with lesbians and wanting to have the least amount of hair as you can. Whatever happened to lipstick lesbians? Isn't that a thing? What well, shouldn't that be a thing? Why is it not a thing? You know what? They can do whatever they want. Just well, I like know guys. they can. So there's certain, okay. Guys shouldn't have man buns. Oh God, no. Or facial hair. This isn't the 1860s. You had facial Shaven. hair years ago, and I got rid of it. And why well, did I get rid of it? Because it was patchy and it looked like shit. Wasn't patchy? Yeah, it was. I've seen pictures. It looked like shit. So does everybody else. It's on the Facebook site for the it like court. It did not. It did not. It, it absolutely. But did. I looked very, very pimp with my blonde wig and full mustache and goatee. That is not a full mustache and goatee. Yes, that it is, is. That is the your your mustache. And Look, goatee I'm not going like to be able to compete with hair. your mustache, but it was a very good one. Seriously, you're going to go there. I don't have a mustache. You just called me patchy. You are patchy. I'm not maybe a patchy. I am not patchy. You're not that either. I'm warlike. <laughs> no, you're not. It's starting to get that way. This conversation is not going well for you. Right. I'm I'm shaking in my shoes over here, which I, by I the way, am not wearing. What, shoes? Yes, Yes, you never do. You're like Mystic Mim. You, you... When I'm home, I don't wear shoes. Actually, and the prince is the same way. You all hate socks and shoes. I don't know why, but you do. Really I'll wear weird. socks on occasion, but I've been too busy today. I don't like having socks on my feet when I'm... I'm trying to do a PSA, and you have completely derailed it. If people now get stuck in this snowstorm because I was not here to read... We should have an alert. We should have somebody Beep. make me an app. Beep. Right. We should have somebody make Beep. an app, an Empress Court app, where I can send you alerts that you need to know. Like... So you, Shit, can... I'm out of Pepsi. And then everybody knows it's an emergency level event. Although, truth be told, I, I haven't drank Pepsi actually in quite some time. Actually, you just drank one today. Don't that even was my tr- point. It was, it was one of those little small ones. and that's Yeah, because that's from... what I bought you. I... Have I not been drinking this giant pitcher twice a day yes. for weeks? Okay. I drink what do you more want, water. In... Yeah. Well, actually, I could go for a cookie. <laughs> There's cookies upstairs. <laughs> yeah. And there's still um, cheesecake in the freezer. One more. So you are going to be a trained Skywarn watcher. No, I've already no. been trained. I know what to look for. <sighs> hey, there's snow coming down. There's a lot of it. Hey, I can't see across no, no, the no, street. No, 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 no. This is you and your family. You and your dad <laughs> are like, oh, my God, it's the worst storm ever. And your mom's involved and your dad's involved and everybody's sending text messages back and forth. And, and We're oh never my God, not prepared, are we? No, but it's irritating. You don't need to say 500 times, it's going to snow tomorrow. It's it's from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. The biggest concern I have is for you having to drive all the way to the worst part of Cleveland that is in the primary snow belt where God routinely decides to sneeze snow all over Northeast Ohio. 
And if I remind you, as they update the storm tracks, since since yesterday they said, right now we don't think you're going to get anything. And as today has gone on, now it's, it's gone from, up, yeah. oh shit, buckle up, Northeast Ohio, because you're about to get crapped on. So pardon me if I'm going out of my way to let you know, you who don't pay attention to the weather. I absolutely do pay well attention to the weather. I'm into. just not obsessed by it. I'm obsessed way- with nothing. Oh, you are too. The whole family is. It's hilarious. Urgent winter, winter weather's message. Sunday, March 12, 2017. I say the date that way. Nobody can steal. We actually had that happen once. Actually, a couple times. At two different times in the last I know, decade that I've done this show, I've had people actually steal my shows and put them up as their own. Okay. They actually, t- the one guy took it and edited it out. Where, where I would say, like, my name, mm-hmm. he would edit everything out. So it was really weird because I listened to the whole show. And it was like, you know, maybe two or three minutes missing from when we do ours. Yeah. And the, the ending is different. It would be cut off. And then it was just like uh, a, like a computer voice that did like the ending, like, go to this website if you want to hear more. And this guy had taken like eight or nine episodes of mine and edited them so that my name was out of them. They kept everybody else's in. That like Boyar like and Highlander, they let them keep their that names. That seems in there. like an awful lot of work, didn't it? Turns out, and the other guy did the same thing. Well, okay, I, a little different. He was trying to, I, from what I remember, and this is like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Umar might remember because she was bat around back then. Artemis might too. Those are this is uh, you know obviously a bunch of years ago where they were attempting to build their own radio network, and this was supposed to be their flagship show. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. Well, it, what, got know. Him, what caught them is the fact they were calling it Empress Court. They changed my name. So the entire episode is like devoid of me at all mentioning myself by name. And it was like, it, it was something else. It was it was Empress Court. Now, here's the thing. They actually go and they would edit out everybody who referred to me, like when, when Matt would say, hey, right. Emp, 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 or Highlanders, Emp. They would delete all those. So there'd be like little tiny gaps, like split second gaps where they were like, that's a hey, whole blank, lot. what'd you think of this? You know, that's a whole lot of work. It really, and I think other than the fact that we called him out on it once somebody tipped me off, because that email say, hey, this guy's pretending to be you. Uh, well, I don't know why. Artemis says, why didn't we report or bomb their site? I sent them a cease and desist. And it was, then they took down the site and that was that. No, what I pissed me off, and I was going to bomb the site if they, if it had gone through, is some guy actually took our show entirely, mm-hmm. pretended to be him emperor, and then emailed the entire episode as a pilot to another network. He edited out where I said in the beginning where we're on, in this case, right. Radio. I think we were at VT Productions, VTW Productions at the time. And they edited that part out, and they sent that to another network as a pilot episode to get put on there. <clears throat> The problem That's is ballsy. the network loved it. They've got segments. They've got intros. They sound like they know what they're doing. They're it sounds like a real radio show. I was tipped off by this because one of the volunteers at this network, which was a pay network at the time, said, this sounds surprisingly like you and your show because it is your show. So I sent an email to the owner proprietor of this network saying, this is my work. I have not applied for to work for your network. I don't know who this is, but it's a scam. And I don't know if it was the same guy who just tried it twice, but because there was a few months in between. Hmm. Interesting. Artemis says, "Why didn't we report them and bomb their site? If they if they had accepted the show, 
they would have had a, a, a crusade. We would have bombed their site like we did uh, so many others. <laughs> Luckily, it never got to that point. <clears throat> Heavy snow expected Monday evening through Wednesday. A winter storm will affect the whole area Monday into Wednesday with widespread snow. Accumulations and timing, six to nine inches, almost as much as me, of snow possible oh, Monday afternoon sake. You through just Tuesday afternoon. Nope. You had to do that. Confidence. With additional lake effect snow Arrogance. likely Tuesday night through Wednesday night. No. Well, look, when you're, when you're this big, you can be arrogant. Impacts. Difficult driving conditions with very poor visibility and snow-covered roads, and you drive like shit to begin with. I do not. Really? Of the two of us... Who was it that got pulled over for a speeding ticket on vacation for doing like 100 miles an hour down the side of a mountain in Pennsylvania? Got us there, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Which one of us has gotten a flat tire while parked? That is not my fault that I ran over something in the road in lovely downtown Cleveland. Probably a syringe. (laughs) It was some great piece of plastic. Um, I still need to take that over to Norm's. Winds, okay, I'm, I'm glad that you're taking your time on that one to get your warranty. Winds up to 35 miles an hour. Temperatures mainly in the 20s. So things could get ugly. This is just the watch. Umar says, I surprisingly don't remember this. Artemis, and don't blame her for driving bad. She was just so confused by being outside the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now be fair. Be fair. You do spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Of course. You do. You bake, you cook constantly. Would you stop looking at Kickstarters and defend yourself against Artemis? No, why He's calling would I... you a woman shill. He... <laughs> it's not even All worth right. being defending against. No, because it is it's... funny. No, it's not it's really. No, it can be. not much. Not really. So what did you do this week, Lulu? Oh, God. Since you were off last weekend, again. <sighs> yeah, last weekend was, I was just exhausted. Um, well, and I don't <clears throat> think you felt very well either. No. I st- I was, I've been fighting a cold all week. Um, had a couple of really, really bad days this week. Um, my son's coming home. Like, Hooray. Yeah, he'll be here. Like I said, I'm picking him up tomorrow. Little butthead. He doesn't tell me until the day of. Oh yeah. Well, that's the problem. Then you're telling me. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Well, we got to make room. We got to no. And that's why I said, hey, bud, you need to find a place to camp for at least two days. We have got so much crap going on this weekend. I no, mm -mm, no. It was a very busy weekend. You know, two kids' birthday parties, and I mean, you know, just there was well, kid at heart. Okay. Um, what else did I do this week? Uh, today was spent having nightmares and putting the, um, closet together because all the clothes that I've had, that I own in the world have been in a big pile on the floor for the last (laughs) week and a half. You already lose once you try to defend against facts. Funny. Uh, folks, if you would like to join us in IRC, we still you do we still do use it. It is irc.courtkillers.com. We are in Channel Empress Court. If you'd like to hit us up on Twitter, you may do so at Emperor's Court. 
I would tell you to go ahead and email me, except Cox Communications doesn't want me to use my email. Or that you can send it to me. Emperor1G at Cox.net. Oh, yes. You can send it to Lulu at... Um, Lulu. Hang on. Let me... Great. Yeah, that's right. Send an email so you know what her email is. Uh-huh. Don't be an asshole. I mean, I know it's difficult, but try. Uh, I am prepared. Lu- Every week, I bring my A game. Every week. I, I know my email. Wow. Uh, it's Lulu1G... One seven six nine at yahoo dot com. There you go. This is stupid. Why? It God? looks stupid. Why would you want this? I don't know, but that's kind of the point of the second. All right, then I found it. Lulu at kitchen wench at kitchen dot us. <sighs> go fuck yourself, Artemis. <laughs> Uh, gone are the days when you'd have 70 and 80 people in IRC all giving you shit at once. Now it's just the hardcore few. <laughs> yes, but they make up for it. Yes. The emails are still funny, though. Mm. I got a really nasty one this week. Well, do I, tell, I, sir. I would like to. I, How I was your week? I'm trying to pull up my goddamn email, but it won't open. One more says, did you guys ever get into that Ashley Madison account? No. I thought you had the info. No, 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 because I, I don't remember what email address we used. I thought we made a, no. We made one. It. We found my username, Lulu User. Slugger, but I don't remember what email address it was attached to because we made I up know, we, one. We, yeah, we made a fake email. Obviously, we're not going to use one of your real ones. No, Jesus God, Christ. no. And you saw how many people spammed you just from the time I you know. put up the show. That crazy train guy. It's like 900. And... Order receipt. Oh. I don't have any answer there. I'm looking to see if, if by some miracle it was saved when we made it. It actually would be on Whopper. If yeah, we it had would it. be on this one. Um, but it's a shame. I, I Do guess you want me to see o- if I can get into your email on my phone? No, maybe? it's all right. It's not that big a deal. I mean, we could always save it for next week. Uh, speaking of which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, we do have a You've Been Told. Uh, we actually have two in the hopper uh, from Octail this week. Uh, actually, I've got a yeah, because f- we didn't use one. Right. Well, yeah, I couldn't. Well, I mean, we could have, but it's not much fun when it's just me. The problem is, I shit, I moved it. Now I got to remember where the hell I put it. All right, hang on. Uh, that's not it. I actually got to now go back and look where because I, I moved everything. How the hell could I? Okay, you know what? That's one thing I don't like is the search engine on Windows 10. Oh, I hate Windows 10. Now, I will say that... Pain in the ass. Okay, here it is. I've got episode 26. I think that's the last one we had that we have not had a chance to... Okay, where is this thing at? Open file location. It's in downloads. It shouldn't be there. Okay, got it. All right, so I'm going to load this thing up. I, I know we've got two because um, uh, Octail recorded one today, and we will have that. I, I'm going to save that probably for next week, so he's got a little bit of time. Let me load this up the machine here. As for my week, uh, as Lulu kind of alluded to, it was actually a very busy week for me. Um, work has been stressful, to say the least. Uh, very demanding, as I've taken over more and more duties. 
Uh, it's kind of wearing on me, to be quite honest. But such is progress, ladies and gentlemen. But this week we had a lot going on. We had to get um, search engine or search engine or edge search engine. I I just don't like the ser- I don't like the search mechanic for Windows 10 looking for something locally on your machine. I used to, I like the old Windows XP, Windows 7 kind of thing. Anywho, um, we had, my daughter had an appointment Wednesday. Uh, I had an appointment Friday. My, yes, yeah, so yesterday we had to drop my daughter off for, we had 7.30 in the morning for her regional choir concert uh, competition. No, we did that. Uh, yes, you did that. I picked her up when she got home at 11.30. We had to get birthday stuff because the prince had a birthday party at Hump It Up, uh, as he calls it, Hump It Up, which sounds much more fun than where he actually went. He went to a five-year-old's birthday party at Pump It Up, this giant uh, warehouse-sized building that has inflatable bounce houses and slides and all kinds of stuff. And then after that, we immediately got dressed and everybody ran off to my aunt's great, I'm sorry, my aunt's 70th birthday party. So it was like She's one thing after another after another. Lady. Yes, she is. One thing after another after another. So it was busy. We got home late last night. Duchess McVegan and her husband were in town from Columbus. They were supposed to stop over for margaritas. Never showed up. I'm guessing they probably got tired because they were going back early this morning. Because they wanted to get back to Columbus before the storm hits. You can roll your eyes. And I did. We're never not prepared. A family of Boy Scouts, kind of. And aren't you glad I was a den mother once upon a time? That surprises me not at all. Oh, really? Not at all. <laughs> what surprises me that your son was in Cub Scouts. Doesn't really seem the thing for him. He's not the outdoorsy type. We, no, we did it for two years and he hated it. Um, the whole second year, it was just... Did he make it to Weeblos? We stopped right as he was getting into Weeblos. That's why I stopped, too. I hated it. It was, it was well, awful. I was so far ahead of everybody else because well, well, we're going to so take our work. Well, I mean, it, because that's the point. No, 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 no. For me. Oh yeah, because you're the den mother. Because well, not just that. The woman who was my co-leader of our little of our little troop yeah. was also the troop co-leader. You know, the big thing. So she always ended up doing other stuff anytime we had a meeting so i was in charge of doing everything and making sure that all the kids were taken care of and it's it's they say when they rope you in oh it's only 30 minutes once a week bullshit bullshit if you you have to go to the giant cup meeting every week which is once a week we had the largest troop in um, where we lived in the little town of Somerville, there were over 12 individual packs. I mean, it was just it was just insane. It was so much work. Monday nights was shot for doing that. That was two hours. And then you had a regular meeting, and then you also had to have a um, another thing that you did, like, outside of a house or something. Like, you went on, especially for, like, tiger cubs. That was the very, very first thing that they did. They're six years old. You had to take them on basically a field trip every week. Well, then why did you agree to do this? Because I'm a good mom, and I got trapped. So you're saying those other people who didn't volunteer were not good moms? 
No, I'm saying they were strong enough to go. I'm not getting trapped into that bullshit. But my son looked at me with his big brown eyes and his cute little dimples and is like, but if they, if we don't have a troop leader, we don't get it. I'm like, oh, fine, fuck it. And oh. he's the one that ended up hating it. It was so much work. So much work. But I did it for two years and I made sure that he went all the way through, you know, Tiger and Wolf Cub before he quit because I wanted to make sure, hey, you're not just quitting after the first three meetings or whatever. You've got to. So he stuck with it for two whole years. And what the fuck is Weeblows? Weeblows is like the third we... step for uh, Cub Scouts. Like Tiger Scouts, Cub Scouts. Loyal we... Scouts. Yeah, that. Except the problem is they never thought very much ahead. Because keep in mind, they made up This the, is like the 50s The Cub Scouts. No, the Cub Scouts were from the turn of the century, I thought. Hang on, let Aren't me look they? it up. All right. To the cloud. Cub Scouts. Cub Scouts, Cubs or Wolf Cubs, are programs associated with scouting for young children from ages 7 to 12. Uh, the wolf Actually, Club- it's 6 because they, they, in, um, they started the... Tiger Cubs. Those are, those are the youngest you can get. The Wolf Cub program was originated by the Boy Scouts Association in the United Kingdom in 1916 to provide a program for boys who are too young to be Boy Scouts. And the Boy Scouts were, again, I believe they were turn of the century. Scouting or the Scout Movement. As a movement that aims to support young people and their used to young men in their physical, mental, and spiritual development that uh, may help constructive societies. The Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, and Rover Scouts in began in 1910. Mm-hmm. Three major yeah, I mean, groups. there's a very rich history. It's a it's a great organization sorry, I'm sorry. in some ways. The Girl Scouts began in 1910. The Boy Scouts began in 1906. And then it just kind of grew and now everybody's got them. And it's also, um, what they don't tell you is that it's very expensive to be a troop leader. Because you have to buy all this, all the books for the kids. Because invariably, the parents forget. So you, that's 10 bucks a pop. And you have to have at least eight kids in your troop. So What's the difference between Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts? Age. Age. That's yeah, all. Yeah, Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Weeblows, and then if you still stick Eagle. with it, Eagle Scout. And that it's it's that's hard. It's that that's very hard. hard to be an Eagle, Eagle Scout. Scout. Um, a friend of mine from high school is an Eagle Scout, but it's it's hard to do. It takes a lot of time. Um, but and, it's I mean, if you're an Eagle Scout, that's at least in the United prestigious. States. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Uh, like I said, Varyar did it. I know he and. Uh, my boss, his dad, did that um, I mean, years if, ago. And, and you can put that on a resume. Sure. N- yeah. I mean, no shit. People put it on a work resume. The fact that you're an Eagle Scout is impressive as hell. Um, but it's expensive, like I was saying. I mean, I, I ended up paying, I had 10 books that I bought for everybody. And then you have to go to all these different field trips and sometimes that costs money to get us in thankfully i'm the cool mom and i worked at an airport and my um dad was uh a fireman so those were two really good field trips right there i took them to the airport and they all got their picture taken in a helicopter and then um we went to the uh 
to the fire station, which at that time my dad was working um, on the airbase fire station. So they all got to uh, see the big C-17s and everything right. The big planes. Right there, as well as, you know, hit all the buttons in the in the fire truck. And they got to do the big, um, they got to run the hoses so that there was a huge amount of water. Just every, they had a great time. Omar says, I dated a guy who was an Eagle Scout. Didn't do much for him, but he put it on resumes all the time. Well, I suppose it depends on the job. You're it depends for. on the job that you're going well, for. I mean, at all. But it's, it's great for school resumes. Sure. Because it's, I mean, obviously it's an extracurricular idea, but more importantly, it shows discipline and the ability to, to uh, complete something difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. And it ain't cheap. But anyway, I, all those books and everything and all the patches you have to get for the kids. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. Anybody who traps you into it and says, oh, it's only 30 minutes a week. Bullshit. Bullshit. So you heard it here first, folks. If you get asked to be any kind of as part of a, a scouting movement, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, whatever the case may be, don't. No brownies, no weeblos, nothing. I mean, it's great if your kids are into it, but if they're not, you know, don't get suckered. So what is it again? It. We Be Loyal Scouts? We Be Loyal Scouts. It sounds, the acronym to me is like weebles. Not Weeblos. Trust me, had it been Weebles, had they coined the term back then, they could have avoided so many bad jokes and, and puns since that point. Yes. Weebelows is an acronym meaning we'll be loyal scouts. It was in 1954. But I, okay. And it I, actually yeah. came from Wolf Bear Lion Scout. Because that's the that's the progression. You're a wolf. You're a bear. You're a lion. All I know is that the bears are bannermen to the wolves, and the wolves hate the lions, and vice versa. Then half the wolves are dead, and now most of the lions. All right. Game, Game of Thrones. Okie dokie. Just occur occurred to me the Cub Scouts are using Ebonics as Hondo. That's kind of what I thought too. Yeah. I'm like women, Lord Scouts. Well, that sounds. <clears throat> Moderately well, racist. This was but... in 1954, so I mean, okay. I guess it was okay back then. They didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> We've uncovered we the racism is wolf Cub scouts. According to the website, it's <laughs> wolf, bear, lion scout. We below. Well, who's a lion scout? No, it's wolf, bear, lion, and then scout. Okay, I've never heard of lion scouts, so I've heard of Cub Scouts. I've heard of Boy Scouts. No, no, no. The, the various those are the those are the ranks. You start as oh, you start okay. as a tiger scout, All then right. you become a wolf Got cub, it. and then a bear cub, and then a lion cub, and then you are a full I have never boy heard of lion. scout. Yeah, I've never heard of lion ever. Yeah, it's ever. in there. Okay. I mean I don't I I believe you. I've just I've never heard of it. I, I didn't know lion was a thing. Okay. Umar says, ha, I laughed you guys are freaking out about a storm. Just read that tonight's full moon is called the storm moon. Okay. I don't know that I believe that, but okay, Umar. Whatever. I know sometime this week there's supposed to be a pink moon. I thought a full moon in Chicago simply meant it was usually shoot by. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know. That's all that funny. I don't find gang violence and shooting violence funny. Well... As long Lulu. as she's somewhere safe. But you're a horrible person to find know, that hilarious. You are. Am, you are. You're actually looking it up. <laughs> All right. That's for April. Yeah. Are there's you looking a, for the pink moon? Okay. April full is a pink moon 
April the 11th. What exactly makes it I don't know. That's why I'm looking at it. I've heard of Blue Moon. They really talked about the Super Moon. I never I see, it. see it. Never see shit. It looks like a moon to me. It doesn't look any different. Yeah, it looks like it takes up three quarters of the sky. No, no it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It looks like a moon. So were any of you scouts? Hondo, Artemis, Uma, Shinzon, Epic. You guys, any of you were scouts? I was in Cub Scouts for about... A hot minute. Yeah. Uh, about <gasps> a month. Look at that kitty. Yes, it's a kitten. Because our dead mother was a real see you next Tuesday. So that didn't last. I actually had a had a kid in my in Colin's troop and I felt so bad for him. His mom um was going through uh, some, she was dying of stomach cancer. So that was Ouch. another reason that I I stayed for a whole another year even though I didn't want to. Because I didn't want this kid to not have. Hondo says, I was a scout for about six months. My den mother was white trash. Yeah. I mean, this kid was so, I mean, I, I couldn't not keep going. I, I had to for him. And, and his dad was just destroyed between one summer and the next. She, she'd already survived cancer twice. And she passed away during summer. Um I actually took his um, preteen daughter a couple times, like clothes shopping and whatever, because, you know, her mom was gone. Way to bring it all down. I'm sorry. That's That's just depressing. It just just struck me that that was really why we kept doing it for a whole nother year. Someone says, I was a scout from the first grade until the eighth grade when my troop fell apart. I was the last person who left. I liked it, but I was always jealous of the Boy Scouts because they got to do the fun stuff. Yeah, they did do way cooler stuff than the, the brownies and the Girl Well, Scouts. you know what? Considering you guys get to sell cookies and we get to sell fucking popcorn. And in my time, it wasn't even popcorn. We got to sell garbage bags. <laughs> garbage bags. Do you know how hard it is to go door to door to sell garbage bags? <laughs> popcorn was always because, the Because, you know, every time I get a sale, it was a pity sale. Of course. I could go buy glad trash bags. Would you like to buy some garbage bags? Now, back then, we could actually go door to door. It was safe for a kid. You can't do it anymore. It was 10, 11, 12 to do it. I think it was like 10 or 11. Mm -mm. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nope. Anytime my daughter had to, I'm like, I'll take it to work with me or I will go with you. We will go as a group, a party. We'll go as a raid party down the neighborhood. Well, and anymore, you can just email or Facebook a link and and all of your friends and relatives can do it online and designate. Ah, progress. So it's not them doing anything. It's us. I, after, I think I stopped doing all that shit for them when uh, Darth Walker hit about sixth grade and then I was like, nope, you know what? I'm writing you a check for 50 bucks. You take it in. That's your portion. Screw this. Hano, support the youth of America. Buy garbage bags. Uma, we took it to my dad's firehouse and they'd buy it, but I never got to sell anything. Uh, But my mom did not let me sell cookies door to door. I I wouldn't either. You're not allowed. These days, nor should you be. Hell, I don't even know if I would let my 17-year-old daughter, going to be 17-year-old daughter, do it. Hell no. God, she turned 17 in 12 days. Yes, I know. 
And she still hasn't told us what she wants to do for her birthday. I know because she's that's because Baron's been getting in her head. Baron is convinced her she wants to do one of those survival, whatever they are, breakout rooms. What, I don't know what it is. Oh, those things are expensive and they don't well, last I don't worry about very that. long. They don't last very long. They're supposed to last an hour. No, no. Um, apparently, before I got to the office that I work at, they did that um, uh, for their Christmas party, and they were like 15 minutes, and they were done. So it's did a. They, l- did they solve the problems in 15 minutes? Yeah. Okay, that could be it. But supposedly it's one of the. It's a thing now, I guess, where they have a guy dressed as a zombie. He's in a room and he's chained to a wall. You have. You're supposed to have an hour to figure out these riddles. In order to open yeah. the door before he cuts loose, and then I don't know what he does. Does he come up and say, hi, you're dead? Or tag I, you or I, something? I don't know, because this one, the one that the that, you know, they went to the at my room, office yes, was like it. an escape room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was... it was. But what's the punishment? I mean, if you don't do it, again, it's like, hi, I'm Bob. Uh, your time's up, so I'm just going to go ahead and unlock myself here, and you can consider all yourselves eaten. I don't know. Hang on. No, uh, there's got to be some kind of punishment. Like he has a paintball gun against to shoot you or something. That'd be kind of cool. All Cleveland. Right. You got to live in Cleveland. There you go, kid. My neck hurts. Visit our website for special rates. Two zombies the price of one. Do you have what it takes to escape? No. Because I would simply bring a gun with me and smuggle it in, shoot the zombie in the head, and I win. Now we have unlimited time to make it out of here. Okay, it's book your game on our website, be present at our location at least 15 minutes before your session starts. Get locked in a room for 60 minutes. Look around the room for items, puzzles, and riddles. And there are no commas, which may, may help you escape, solve the puzzles and riddles, along with using items found to help you escape and make your escape. What kind of games do they have? They have Wild Wild West, The Adventures of Dr. Jones. <laughs> really okay. walking the tightrope of well, copyright fiction with that picture. And if you say, if, right? And it's even the same lettering. Um, Mad Scientist and Hangover 2.0. And then there's one Double Agent. I'm imagining that they were thinking... Of mad scientist. You and your team have been kidnapped by a mad scientist. You wake up trapped in a dark and dirty laboratory with no recollection as to how you got there. The mad scientist has to leave his laboratory for one hour, which gives you, okay, and they just did you versus YOU, an hour to figure out how to escape his right, laboratory. Right, so you do get an hour. That's what I figured. Okay. Before he arrives and starts conducting his crazy experiments on you. Can you keep your composer, I'm sure they meant composure, long enough <laughs> to find a way out? Your thinking and problem-solving skills will be put to the ultimate test. But whatever you do, don't forget one thing. As you calculate your escape, don't forget to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I... Well, isn't that kind of the key point of the whole thing? Yeah. I love that's what she had mentioned she wanted her and her friends to do. The Adventures of Dr. Jones. When his father suddenly goes missing while perusing the Holy Grail, a famous (laughs) archaeologist must follow in his father's footsteps to find and rescue him. Your task, using clues left throughout his office, you will have 60 minutes to help the doctor find his father and escape. Using logic and common sense play a major role and will be a deciding factor. That made absolutely no sense. 
The room is filled with surprises and clues, twists and turns. You will need to work as a team in order to escape. You only have 60 minutes. Are you up to the task? Is there an umbrella in there? Because I think you need an umbrella. I saw the movie. He needs an umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. So let's see. Reviews of escape. Dad, what? Dad, what? Dad, what? (laughs) I love that movie. Uh... Shun the zombie's getting away. Shoot it. Where's my How umbrella? Much is this? Sometimes you just have to shit, and the answer comes to you. I don't. It doesn't really give you a price. Hang on here. Is this one of those where you got to call to find out what the price is? Hang on. Book a room. Gives you gift voucher. Yeah, it doesn't really give you a prize. Yeah. All right, hang on. Let me see. Maybe if I do at least one person. Well, how many people, does it say how many people it's supposed to go? No, it's um, $81 for three adults. Ooh. Okay, yeah, so, so if she's going to invite a bunch of girls, then... This is kind of pricey. Yeah, but I mean, if that's what she wants to do, that's fine. But to your point, it's only an hour long, and that's if it goes the entire time. It looks time. like you can go up to 12 people, and that's $324. Jesus Christ. And that doesn't include food, anything else. It is an hour here, and that's it. See, that would make more sense. They should have a survival room called Emperor and the Pepsi Can, where you had to escape before Emperor... <laughs> Got in the head with a Pepsi can before Emperor gets to start chucking Pepsi cans. That's oh, sorry, uh, pop cans. We'll call them Pepe cans uh-huh. before Emp gets loose and gets to chuck Pepsi cans. By the way, Emp gets to ridicule you the entire time you try to figure out the puzzle. No, fuck stick, you're wrong. You're cold. You're cold. You're really cold. You're ice cold. You're cold. You have no clue. Wow, you're fat. Hey, you're ugly. <laughs> kind of like you know, a clown at one of those you know, dunk con- uh, dunk tanks. All right, apparently you can go anywhere from 2 to 12 <laughs> people. Um, and it's $27 for adult, children or students are 25 and that is and they also give you like special pricing for large groups, but it seems it very expensive. All right, well, bookmark it. We'll take a look at it later. Uh, I'll bring it up to her and see if that's what she really wants to do. I, I'll call Baron and see if he knows which one to go to, because I know there's more than one. Yeah. There's one in... Oh, there's one here. North Olmstead. Hang on. There's one in... Oh, there's just one here. Speaking it's on, it's of on Lo- Lorraine. Mm-hmm. It's on Lorraine Road. It's here. Okay. Oh, it's in. Oh, it's in what? Ohms, North Olmstead. No kidding. Yeah. That's okay. What it looks like interesting. Uh, speaking of things I've learned from the internet and people on it, uh, I did not know this, but a copy was. If they remember his original copy, who was a listener of the show, I assume still is. We just I don't see her in the live chat anymore. Uh, something about. The server she plays on, MoonGuard, on retail for World of Warcraft. I did not know this. Apparently, it's a role-playing server, huh? but it's some kind of, like, really 
I said she needs to start playing vanilla with the rest of us. And she said something like along the lines of, let me see if I can find the conversation. It was kind of weird. That's right. And uh, that's right. Kalilu posted an article, and actually I have this one, but I'll use the one she's got, that uh, the Nintendo Switch has cut into porn traffic a lot. What? Yeah, and I said, who knew the Nintendo demographic was for porn hounds? And Copy tweets it back, I like Nintendo games, but I also play World of Warcraft on MoonGuard, which is basically the porn server. Okay. And I asked her, I said, wow, it's a lot different than the last I played. Explanation play, why are we playing vanilla then? Just because vanilla is delicious. And the debauchery on MoonGuard is for people with no taste. And then she had this video, which I, I, I was afraid to click and actually watch. But it doesn't surprise me that that kind of thing goes on. But is it a server-wide issue? Could it be that it's just porn is just you log in to play World of Warcraft and it's one just giant orgy on the Alliance and on the uh, Horde side or you just have orcs role-playing and banging know, night elves everywhere? Or I just remember as being, you know, I having a woman's name. I used to get whispered a lot when sure. I was playing Diablo. Yeah, well, I haven't yeah. so far with, um, wow. More Hiko and Railvast played on Moonguard. Too many people for my liking. Hindo says it's a server for people that have no other way to interact with people. Well, I, I think a role play. Look, and, and I am on record and have been for the better part of a decade or more. Actually, if you listen to this show, I despise role playing. The actual part of role playing. You're not an orc. You're not a night elf. The, I don't need for it's you to game. sit there while I'm trying. Like, help me kill King Bangladesh. He's right there. Help me kill the elite. Well, first, I got to tell you the backstory of my character. No, no, I don't. I don't care whether your older uh, night elf brother touched you and somehow that made you a nympho. And you know the 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 whore of Ashenvale. I, I don't need to know it. <laughs> help me kill the goddamn tiger. It's right fucking there. Well, I can't because I am one with nature. Yeah, I know. You told me the horror of Ashenvale. I get it. You fuck, you fuck everything. I need to kill the tiger. I tell you what. Is there anybody in your role-playing guild that's allowed to kill animals? Because I really need someone to help me kill a tiger. Artemis' Moonguard US is famous for ERP, ERP, and you are to recommend never to go to Goldshire. Well, as I would never soil myself enough to play Alliance, why would I want to stay out of Goldshire? I've really been out of the loop. Now, granted, I haven't played retail since Cataclysm. Even that was only briefly. The Burning Crusades, the last time I spent any time in this game, that was going on a decade ago. I'm assuming ERP is erotic role-playing. Would you stop that? I can hear you. <laughs> oh, that's right. I see you laughing, too, because you know it. You do it right for the microphone. She's eating friggin', what are those? Worms? Gummy worms. Gummy worms. We haven't had dinner yet. You're eating gummy worms. That's the only thing I've had to eat. That's, that's what we did today. Is we redid the entire uh, the war room. We redid everything. So that we basically built a closet in the laundry room. I had to, of course, I did. Had to move all my crap, throw out a bunch of my stuff to make room for her clothes and shoes. Of which there are a ton. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm a well-dressed lady. The British Crusade had the best raids. I'm pretty sure the European Union have a server like that, but don't know it. You don't know what you mean. Okay, so, again, I'd like to know the recommendation why you should avoid Goldshire. Argent Dawn EU is a well-respected role-play server. 
No, there's no such thing as well-respected and role-playing. There just isn't. Sorry. Oh. All right. No, I'm not going to Google that. I Tweeting me, should I keep my hair the same color or and should I try the naked man? What? Uh, it, it, Tito's. I'm like, what? The naked man? Well, I said some explanation, please. Google naked man, how oh, I met your that's, mother. That's how I met your mother. One of my favorite episodes. It okay. does. Um, it's successful two out of three times. What is it? Okay, you're on a date. Yeah. You go back to the person's house. Okay. You're not sure that it's going to go anywhere. It's just a one-time thing. So the person that you're with goes to the bathroom or the kitchen or whatever, and when they return, they find you naked. Okay. Two out of three times, it leads to sex. That third time is some something Jail. horrible. Yeah. Get out! Get out! Throwing things. But two out of three times, it leads to sex. Okay, well, I don't know what Caitlin's up to. I'm not sure I want to know. I'm just going to move on. Goldshire is where all the erotic role-playing goes down. So basically, it's just for Alliance whores. The whore doesn't have anything like this? Vampire erotic porn. Reason why I never turned my back to Noble. Novell. So, Hondo, okay. Um, what happens if you're a whore? Because I'm pretty sure Goldshire is an Alliance a zone. Yeah. Horde. The D in E. <laughs> Yes, I know it goes with that. Are you questing in the middle of a show? No. Log off, bitch! <laughs> she, uh, no, she decided to finally play a mage because she was a horrible as a priest. And she leveled up to like level 7 in like 2 hours. And now she's had fun because she can blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to play when you can kill everything. I cannot believe I love to you're kill logging things. into quest. She's checking <laughs> questy on her map. Well, we're trying to do a... a sh- I'm sitting right here. Oh, and like you're not logged on. I'm not. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six articles pulled up. Twitter, IRC, ah. and Draconis. Well, Bye. that is another article on Edge because uh-huh. I don't want to use... I don't want to whitelist Forbes. Mm-hmm. So, suck it, bitch. There's no Warcraft on here. He would be so lucky. <laughs> the old crone... I'm Withered not an old crone. Yeah, Fuck you are you. old crone. You are, how old are you going to be this year? How old? Forty-seven. That's old, old. I am not, I'm not even old. my forties. I'm still clinging on to my thirties. Barely. Still, still thirties. And I bet you. <laughs> you go ahead and bet. Anybody? Bet. What? Looking at us. What? Who's the older one? Oh, there's no question they're going to say you. I, I. You had people last night at the party telling me, "God, you look much younger." Well, of course I look younger. I've always looked younger than I am. Now, you get me in the morning after a bad night where I haven't had any sleep, and that's a different story. I look much Your worse. sister told me that I look like I was 35. You're going to trust anything my sister says? Okay, then. This coming from the same person who told me, hey, glad to see you shaved. Thanks. That was five years ago. Oh. Well, I'm pretty sure when I was here last, you had facial hair. Nope. No. No, I haven't. And I haven't seen Eve made fun of me for it. I'm like, all right. And then I asked when I got home, I asked Mr. McMahon, hey, is this true? Do I look like this, this, and this? Yeah. All right. Be right back. Going upstairs to the restroom where my shaver's at. <laughs> and I did look like <clears throat> Nobody I thinks I look my age. Thank you very much. 
I don't think no one plays Horde on Moonguard US. So it's pretty much an alliance only server. <laughs> so let me let me guess. The Horde erotic role playing server whose name no one seems to know is kind of one of those Stop questing, damn it. Fucking log off. Stench, I know you're in game, or at least you were. If you see Zarina on the game, just start whispering the most offensive things you can think of. I will have this very awkward. Thank you. I'm taking your computer away for next show. No computer for you. You'll get a desk and no power cord. I completely forgot where I was going with this. Oh, nowhere. Anyways, the yeah, the like the horde server probably have one, but it's kind of like one of these these what the hell they call them? swingers clubs like in Cleveland where yeah, you, you no one they don't advertise, no one knows about it. You have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, and they kind of whisper the name like, oh, let's go to this place. Here's the password. Like the horde server, it looks like a normal role playing uh, server. So you're saying it's like the Florida Lee in L.A. Confidential. Yes, except apparently everybody seemed to know what the Florida Lee was. Let me get everybody. There are no horde erotic role playing servers. That would be almost as scary as gay clowns. We fear the gay clown. Yes, we do. As well, you should. It's scary. Well, I guess it would be kind of hard. Like, all right, so I guess the troll is going to hit on the tauren. That's bestiality. At least with a gnome or a dwarf. I mean, it's a midget. You got a story. What? What are you going to say? Oh, I fucked a cow in my role-playing game. It had a very beefy flavor. <laughs> Once you go green, you don't go back? That's terrible. Of course it's terrible. The whole idea is terrible. That makes me kind of nauseated. The fact that Copy plays on Moonguard makes me a little wonder. <laughs> well, she's a freak, and you I, knew. Okay. That. Which we approve of. All right, I'm out of beer. And thus, whatever entertaining factor you have is now gone. Perhaps. All right. All right, folks, we need to take a break anyways. Uh, we're now we're into it. We have articles to get to. Uh, I definitely want to cover this. The uh, the greatest game of Capture the Flag ever played. Oh, yeah. 4chan that's, that's gets over. Awesome. Yes, this is hilarious. Uh, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the video game, the video game addiction myth. Uh NPR and uh, this is oh, Salon.com's got this one. We're we're gonna read this. It's oh. it's Salon, dude. I mean, if you want to talk about a that's utter bullshit. If you want to talk about a website that has no ethics, no journalistic integrity, is a clickbait fest and revels in that reputation. Yeah, they do. It is them, and we are gonna do it. Uh, basically blaming the U.S. military for violent video games. And then, of course, Forbes uh, has a follow-up to what we talked about last week uh, about the Nintendo Switch. So we'll get to that. And so, we have a Kickstarter and articles. You've got an article. Well, these are all articles. And then we've got a You've Been Told to wrap it all up. So we've got a lot to do, folks. Not a whole lot of time left to do it. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, all that and more. Uh, so see you on the other side.
If I don't see her each day I miss her Gee, what a thrill Each time I kiss her Believe me, I've got a case On Nancy With a laughing face She takes the winter And she makes it summer And summer could take A few lessons from her Picture a tomboy in lace That's Nancy With a laughing face Did you ever hear Mission bells ringing? Well, she'll give you The very same glow When she speaks You would think it was singing Just hear her say Hello I swear to goodness You can't resist her Sorry for you She has no sister No angel could replace Nancy with a laughing
warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Total Biscuit, a.k.a. The Cynical Brit, and you're listening to Emperor and the Emperor's Court, which I'm going to assume is a tennis show. Emperor is a well-known Anglophile. Maybe it's some kind of legal drama. You should probably listen anyway. He's been known to be a little cranky. Not cranky. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Log out of the game. Are you questing during our break? Wow. What kind of a, a lovely... You are too! No, I was selling stuff on auction, which I just did, and made a cool five gold selling a dagger I paid five gold for. Although I have to admit, I'm not exactly proud of what I did. Did you get my bags, by the way? Uh, no, I haven't gone to the the... Um, mailbox. Because it looks like you've got bags. They look I like do. the same ones I've got. Oh, no. I think you, I did get them last okay. night. All right. I, I I know that we were talking about this role-playing thing and people pretending to be one thing when they're not. And it's kinda, I, I never do it. And I was kind of getting some shit from some people um, during the break. And uh, you kind of have a point. I had a cop to it. So I've been trying. I, I'm, I just hit level 44 today on my Hunter. And I've, been, I've done 10, 10 Alderman runs. Trying to get this this yeah, stupid gun you... to drop because my, well I, I saved up for my mount. Between that and my other character, I've you know been playing the auction house and and making money here that you know this way and the other. The problem is that I am like seven or now eight levels behind on all of my skills because they're so goddamn expensive. Because I wanted my mount more than my skills. My weapons and gear are now very grossly out of uh, out of uh, uh, style. All right, I, I'm now using mail, but I still got leather from like ten levels ago. And I've been running these instances. The problem is there's so little that drops for hunters. And there was one thing. I, there was two things I really needed. One was a pole arm. It was a spear, and the other one was a gun. All right. For the life of me, ten times I have run that goddamn yeah, instance. You were bitching. I have never once seen the fucking thing drop. But the pole arm did. The problem was that I was not the only hunter in the group a couple times, or because the pole arm could be used by warriors, by hunters, by other people. So what I did was I may have told people that I was a woman. Yeah. And kind of parlayed that into getting the pole arm that I wanted. Yeah, because you were being such a, oh, I'm such a pretty little girl. Kind of. No, I was complaining about my ex-boyfriend because it was his account that I kind of took over for him since I'm playing as a male or character. Oh. And that... He had been nice enough to do a couple instance runs for me because I didn't have always had the time. But to date, I've never gotten the thing I wanted. And so that was kind of the thing. So I got my pole arm because people like to be nice to a woman. And the other half of it was I had two or three guys that were just, just really laying it on thick. One of which was beyond offensive with the comments and things he was making and what have you. Being that I was a man, I didn't frankly give a shit. But well, it it just astounds me that people still do that. I mean, you can be anything you want to be on the internet, and 
Well, they're like, yeah, they, but they take you at your word that you're a girl. Well, I, I think most of them don't. I think I, I take it back. I think most do. I think people who are smart enough don't use your fire blast. Uh, so what I did was I kind of hit it with your. You got a staff. Hit it with the staff. Fucking hit with the. Yeah, no hit points. Hit it with the staff. Not in a log off. We're doing the show. But uh, a a couple of blue uh, bind and equip items dropped, and I kind of parlayed my. Oh, I'm such I a haven't gotten this girl. gun, and it's so unfair. And that means I have to talk to my ex boyfriend to ask him to do a couple runs for me when I'm at work. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'm a hairstylist. I actually did have a backstory for my character. For, I mean, for me, uh, not the first time. Obviously, if you listen to the show in years past, you know I. I've done this before, although usually too much. Well, it was more of a revenge plot to get back at people for being assholes. Uh, The point being that I got two bind of equip items. Um, Unfortunately, one of them was given to me at a discount. The guy COD'd it to me. I didn't have enough money uh, at a a steep discount. So I kind of had to get Stench to forward me some gold. And then I kicked him back like an extra gold on commission. Mm -hmm. And then I just sold the thing for twice what I paid for it. And then I have another item that's currently on auction. I got to make money somehow, folks. I mean, a girl's got to make money. Because I don't have time to go grinding, th- although I've done 10 Ultimate quests. It surprises me how few people still remember there's a back door to that place. There's like a farming uh, door, didn't. for instance. I did too. I had to look it up because I remembered it. I just didn't remember where it was. So a quick Google search was able to remind me where the hell to find it. And much to the surprise of the people with me. You get to skip a lot of the bullshit, because that is one instance I have always and truly hated. It is a time suck. He told me he's coming to Cliff, and I swear to God. Uh, who? Is it? Uh, nobody's confirmed he's coming to the Cavaliers? Who? I don't know. We got to find someone with Iguodala out for this season. GR is just now starting to come back. Uh, so this NIT matchup won't be awkward at all. Syracuse versus UNC Greensboro. Oh, all right. Anywho, uh, this Jeff Passon saying this is the NIT with some 4chan level trolling. Speaking of which, that segues into our yeah, first article. I think of the you evening. should really. This just, is that great. Awesome. Another win for the internets. If you have not followed this story, if you're not aware of it. It is great, and I am happy to bring it to you. Uh, you can find it in a couple of different... Actually, InfoWars had this, which I tend not to go to because uh, that guy is, frankly, somewhat nuts. But Heat Street's got it, so I got it. So I have it here from uh, HeatST.com. He will not divide us. Live stream placed in the middle of nowhere, but 4chan still found way to troll it. Now... You know what? This uh, I'm going to go ahead and never mind. This this does give the the history and background. So never mind. A good rule of the internet is never tell 4chan something is impossible. <laughs> the anachronistic message board has had a field day in recent uh, in the past few months trolling Shia LaBeouf's "He will not divide us" live stream. The stream was set up to protest Donald Trump and encourage quote unquote resistors to stand in front of the camera and chant the epitomous mantra. Pretty soon. Four chainers arrived on the scene and began yelling pro-Trump slogans and trolling LaBeouf so hard that he lashed out and got arrested. The stream had to be moved from a museum in Queens to Albuquerque, New Mexico, following an escalation of quote-unquote 
white supremacist activity. Then gunshots drove the stream out of Albuquerque. Now, for those who may not be aware. Shia LaBeouf is nuts. That, I think, is probably more aware than what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> 4chan is a stronghold of Trumpian support. I did not know that. I was not aware of it either. But if you think about it, they're all against the establishment. They're more of an anarchist, obviously anachronistic group. They're, they're anarchists. Right. Well, you have Trump, an outsider, who basically is destroying right. the establishment from the ground up. Well, they're all for this. That and the Make America, make America Great Again idea. Okay. The stream was finally moved to an undisclosed, uh, undisclosed location by LaBeouf and two other artists, artists, <laughs> Ronco and Turner, apparently don't have any other names just but that, who intended to stay there for the duration of Trump's presidency. The stream was pointed upwards to the sky to a flag that said he will not divide us. It's a white flag with, with black, black lettering. The claim that the flag would stay there for the, quote, duration of the presidency was taken as a challenge by the folks at 4chan. They were given a seemingly insurmountable task to play the greatest game of capture the flag ever. No clues tipped them off to the location, but somehow, with the power of determination and youth unemployment, they found it <laughs> and they trolled it hard. The search began on March 8th and was immediately narrowed when LaBeouf was spotted on social media at a diner in Greenville, Tennessee, although some of the threads still believe the flag was in the Great Lakes area due to the wind patterns, and there was a rumor that it was in the Cleveland area. Uh, just be, speaking because I had heard this, and I kind of, I, I didn't care enough to, you know, I don't give a shit what Shia LaBeouf is, and I don't, I don't go to 4chan. I just, I've been there a couple times. I, I'm just not a 4chan guy. It's just not me. But I, I heard the rumors it was being talked about on Twitter by a few people. I just didn't care. Four chainers began looking to flight patterns. Well, hang on. The time of the sunset in Greenville matched with the time of sunset on the stream, and so did the weather on local weather reports. Four chainers began looking into flight patterns. One of the few clues available on the stream were the contrails left by airplanes. Greenville was finally confirmed as a location after two planes observed on flight radars intersected over the town and were seen on the stream. Yeah, I mean they could just go on to FlightAware and and compare that. That's a free what that's a free service. Finally, when the three planes flew over the area, four chainers were able to triangulate on approximation lo- approximate location of the flag. This area was too large for the search, unfortunately. The four chainers began looking to the stars using ancient astronomy to help map the direction of the camera and pinpoint a more precise location. And these people, they have way too much time on their hands. They're brilliant. Somebody They're should brilliant. be picking them up for whatever job you need them for, and obviously. Here's the actual picture, and it's a circle of the flag with a couple stars in the background. It says, based on latitude and longitude of our suspected location, the star tracing the illustrated path would be Edamon. And the constellation Draco. The straight line angle between Edamon and Polaris is 39 degrees. The circle in red represents a 39 degree viewing angle, so the horizons uh, of view is probably about 50 degrees, while the vertical version of uh, vision is probably around 25. The faint star visible next to the flag is Polaris. It has to be since the other star is rotating around it in a perfect circle. This means the flagpole is nearly due north of the camera. Jesus Christ. Then it goes into, uh, again, more specifics, more uh, 
longitude and latitude. These people are brilliant. Camera must be located somewhere along the line for us to see Polaris right behind the flagpole. The top of the line is where the flagpole base is located. And then somebody's got a picture of Google Earth looking at a farm in the middle of nowhere. Back to the article. They also sent out a guy in his trunk to honk his horn around Greenville to see if they could hear it on live stream to mark the location. The trail led into a field on private property next to some poor soul's house. <laughs> Tennessee-based 4 chainers were standing by to capture the flag. After scoping out the area for hours, they finally made a move. The anonymous group stole the He Will Not Divide Us flag and replaced it with a Trump Make America Great Again hat and a Pepe the Frog t-shirt. <laughs> the flagpole was left barren on the stream all morning until the Buff and Company finally turned the stream completely off in utter defeat. The tale of the He Will Not Divide Us live stream is probably not over, but the saga marks another stunning defeat for LaBeouf. It shows 4chan will follow him to the ends of the earth for a good laugh, and he inevitably will be the butt of the joke. The flag now rests in the home of one of the greatest Anons 4chan has ever known. And that's got a piece of paper with a slash pole 31017 at 4.36 a.m. on the uh, thing. Now, slash poll is the sub subsection, subreddit, what have you, of 4chan. Political talk. Weaponized autism strikes again. <laughs> Hondo, holy fuck, this is a work of art. Fuck any performance art that kid ever did. This is, this is brilliant. Just brilliant. They used astronomy... And how the sun was coming down to locate the damn thing. Then they, they looked only, into a flight path. And they path. started it on the 8th, and they found it by the 10th. 10th. But the cool thing was, and it, maybe somebody was had watched the Burn Notice episode. Where, oh, yeah, where that, they got the ambulance they're... driving around. The They're talking on the phone to the guy. And they have the ambulance driving around with the sirens on all yeah, over this island. Yeah, that's been in a couple of other shows, too, though. Brilliant. But, I mean, it's brilliant. I, I I applaud this. I I cannot stand Shia LaBeouf. The guy's a flaming asshole. He's a he's just so weird. And that's even without his politics. He's a fucking whack job. The other other actors in Hollywood can't stand the guy. He's a weirdo. I don't think he always started that way. I think that's that's. Oh, I think his that's Madonna assumed. thing. His his trying to it's, stand it's an assumed, out. Yeah, uh, persona. Because but, he's not making it as an actor anymore. Look, if you want to try and fly this flag or put it up with a camera pointed at it for the next four years. Somebody's I've got an idea. find it. I've got an idea. We have various flags placed around the war room here. The, the one above you is the, the flag of the Imperium of Man. And it even says the Imperium of Man. It's a black flag with a white double-headed eagle. To the left of me is another Warhammer 40K Imperium of Man flag. Again, a black flag with... The white double-headed eagle. If you want to have this flag on a live stream for the four years, put it inside. Put it in somebody's basement. Point a camera at it, and all they can see is the flag. That's it. No lights. I mean, no no outside windows. No uh, uh, any kind of markers. Just that. But you were just daring them to find it if you had it outside. And so be it. That's exactly what they did. Artemis, well, 4chan is the place people will, uh, with enough time, get early released picture a few hours or even days before officials re- uh, officially released. Well, look, 4chan's a place for all kinds of stuff. As I've said before, it's kind of where 
society goes to die. Humanity goes to die. And that's fine. That's exactly what it is. And it's trolling to the nth degree. It's trolling on steroids. But let this be a lesson. Don't fuck with the internet, folks. And I've said it before. Whether it's Anonymous, whether it's 4chan, whether it's Literature Squad, whether it's any of them. Just don't fuck with the internet. Don't challenge them. Don't throw your gauntlet down. Because they're going to find where you live. They're going to find your home address. They're going to find your secrets. They're going to find your private emails. They're going to find whatever you've got to hide, someone's going to find. They're going to come to your house. They're going to email you. They're going to call you on the phone. Just don't fuck with the internet. Shia LaBeouf, obviously, kind of doing that. Has been. I wonder if it's still up now, because they said it took it down. Hang on. Shia LaBeouf live stream. Live stream. Uh, let's see. Showing the results of it. He will not divide us dot us. Commencing on 9 a.m. January 20th, 2017. The day of the inauguration of the 45th president of the United States, the public is invited to deliver the words. He will not divide us into a camera mounted. Blah, 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 blah. On March 8th, 2017, the project moved to an unknown location. A flag emblazoned with the words, he will not divide us, will be flown for the duration. Waiting yeah, for the event to go live. Yeah, so, the stream is still down. Yep. No stream, no update on the on the website. What are they really going to say, though? Museum of the Moving Image. <laughs> How pissed is he? That a bunch of trolls from 4chan have got over on him every time. What are you looking for? I'm just looking. Well, I mean, you can go back. Why were no. you on Foursquare is my question. No. I was, what is Foursquare? It's a social media site for restaurants, um, nightlife, places to meet up, that kind of thing. When you were saying 4chan, I it made me think that there had that there was a, another site that was for something. So that's what I was doing. Not looking at nightclubs or no. I mean, I knew that there was another website. Swinger I just clubs I mentioned earlier. No, I just couldn't remember what it was called. That's all. What the hell are you doing? Well, that's 4chan. That's what I was trying to tell ah. you. That's disgusting. Well, you have to. There's a lot of porn. Well, that's one of the things I kind of. Eh. But I want to see where the poll is, the the politics section. Well, I mean, video games, video game generals, Pokemon, retro games. Pokemon I'm guessing that place. there's plenty of polls in the porn section. Otaku culture. No, everything is porn. That you have to understand. That that's it's. Ugh. Um. It's all you're jealous. No. Not the at problem all. is I, I have been here so few times I don't know how to navigate the website. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm that guy. I don't know how to navigate the website. I, it says Japanese culture, video games, interest, creative, other. Where's politics? Oh, you think it would be right on the front page, but if it is, I'm missing it. We'll just type in 4chan politics. I, I could. They don't have a search engine here. Or maybe that's deliberate. Let's go to news. Sure, it's a. Happy 13th birthday, Fortune. God, Fortune's 13 years? Oh, that was back in October. That was the last time they had news? Ugh. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't see it for politics. Politically incorrect. There it is. Yeah, I got it right here. Got it. Okay. Welcome to Poll Politically Incorrect. This board is for discussion of news, world events, political issues, and other related topics. Off topic and B tier threads will be deleted. Do not reply to bots you may unintentionally banned if you do so. Oh. And again, just it's just a pic it's just a message board. It's a picture message board. Nations without marks next to their names are probably free vote for Pope here. I don't know if that's so this is like Reddit? No, this is I think this is a precursor to Reddit, but it's mainly for posting pictures. Oh, that's okay. that's how it started, I believe. Lulu should try to look on Encyclopedia Dramatica dot se. No, no, what? no, Encyclopedia Dramatica. Don't just don't. Uh, okay, that's old school too. But you don't know. Just I don't need to know. I don't that. want you downloading something to my really nice computer over there, the Whopper, because I'm sure something will come out of there and like the ring. Okay, whatever. The Nintendo Switch has cut deep into porn traffic. Really? This one's from Kalilu on oh. Mashable.com. Turns out you can't watch porn and play video games at the same time, but you can watch porn about video games. Okay, that we knew. Remember when Overwatch became came out and was really yeah. popular and there was a spike in Overwatch porn? Yes. YouPorn reports that their traffic dropped noticeably after the release last weekend of the highly anticipated new gaming system, the Nintendo Switch. It seems people were so excited to play with their new device that they didn't <laughs> need to search for more with their new device in the form of porn. <laughs> YouPorn regularly experiences small traffic fluctuations from things like holidays, big TV shows, airing of uh, or movies premiering, etc. But the Switch was a different story. Its debut on the 3rd of March coincided with a 15% drop in traffic and fapping the world over. By the next day, a, 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 next day, a Saturday, peak sit on the couch and play a game, It was game time, it was down 17%. There was an increase in one area, however, demand for porn related to The Legend of Zelda and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which came out the same day as the Switch. Link searches rose 164%. Those for Zelda were up 102%. Who knew Zelda got people so hot and bothered? I'm surprised that more people were searching for Link. He's the guy. I know. The Switch Sex Halo extended to the brand more generally uh, brand more generally as well. Searches for Nintendo itself were up 37%. Big characters also got a boost like Mario, Bowser, and Princess Toadstool. It says Peach, but I still call her Toadstool. Because that's what you should call her. Overwatch porn is no, no, no. I play quite a bit of Overwatch. Could never have any interest in looking at Overwatch porn. I don't even know. I, you know what? I'm, I'm not surprised it is a thing. I guess I shouldn't be surprised it became a thing as fast as it did. I, I guess I. what surprised me about this is when you think of the Nintendo Switch, when I think of anything Nintendo, get off your phone. Do I just not have any articles of interest to you today? Am I that interesting to you, Lulu? Because I should take you as a bellwether uh, uh, fan here. Because if I can't interest my co-host, then how can I bother to interest my listeners? That was not rhetorical. It was the actual question. Yeah, I'm not answering. Why? 
because I was answering somebody that had sent me a message. I'm not on my phone just scrolling Well, I've got people that shit. send me messages. I ignore them when I'm on the air. No, you don't. Sure I do. Was the show related? Was your message show related? No, it was kid related. You having more kids? God, no. Your kids are having kids? God, no. All right. I was just checking on my kids. Why don't they tune into the show and listen? Great whites, great whites lurking in Cape Cod. Yeah, gonna eat a bunch of rich people. What do I care? Don't care. I saw Overwatch porn picture of May on one of the social media and was like, "People are sick." Hondo, Overwatch porn, experience tranquility. Guy's a robot. Ew. All right. Let's see. I've got three other ones here. Uh, actually, I got four. Since we're on the Switch, let's keep going with that one. This is from Forbes. Now, I know we talked about this last week, and we, or at least I did. Mm-hmm. It was a great deal because that was kind of the big thing as the Switch came out and had whatever. And I'm glad Nintendo decided to move it back to the 3rd of March rather than the 2nd. Okay. Obviously, they didn't want the competition of, although if you think about it, they probably should have brought it out on the holiday since everybody had taken the 2nd off. But, you know, being this Emperor's Day. Oh, for everybody was It was a drinking holiday. Everybody was home. They could have played it. Yeah. From Forbes.com. The Nintendo Switch is a great console, but it needs to resolve two major issues. Number one, battery needs to last a lot longer in portable mode. I think that's any kind of new product, by the way, folks, that's a mobile or portable always has battery issues. Every time there's a new Apple product, it's got a battery issue. I know this thing kills my battery. Anything. This is tied to the console's innate hardware, so there's not much that can be realistically done at this point. However, there are things that can be done in terms of managing battery usage in portable mode in order to make the console more efficient. On things like long-haul flights, the battery life is not much of an issue because you often have access to a USB port and other charging facilities. That said, out in the wild with friends... It really shows up how poor the battery life can be. The issue here isn't so much that the portable mode's battery life is far too short, but more how this impacts on the unique local multiplayer options the Switch provides. Number two, the varying performance between portable and docked mode is bad news for balancing. I don't think Nintendo really gives a shit about balancing their games. I mean, they're all for multiplayer, but I don't think they care if, if, about competition. Excuse me, I need a drink. Hang on. Mm-hmm. We're already seeing this with reports of frame rate drops in Zelda The Breath of the Wild. While in docked mode compared to the portable version, this is worrying, as Nintendo will have an intimate knowledge of the Switch's architecture, and the development staff cannot resolve this. Then it will be likely worse for third-party studios. To understand why this is bad, it is not so much because of the frame rate issues, but because for each Switch release, you will effectively have to balance a game twice to maintain a decent polished threshold. Now, with multi-platform releases, this is something you deal with, but the Switch is unique in the sense that on one platform, you already have a functional disparity between modes. While this is only manifested in a quite limited way in Breath of the Wild, I am concerned that this will be more of an issue for other studios. What will probably happen 
is that most studios won't bother with accommodating these different settings, and that will in turn result in a functional quality drop for gamers. And that makes sense. I can see it. Look, if you're making the next Call of Duty and you're going to put it out multi-platform, you're not going to make a separate version of the game so you can play it in portable mode under Nintendo. You're just not. You're going to have one game. You're going to tweak it for the Xbox, tweak it for the PlayStation, and tweak it for the Nintendo. Right, but in you're not going to... In and that's it. Yeah, you're not going to build it from the ground up. No, and in some ways you may have to for a portable device. What now? Oh, I've twisted my ankle. Oh. You were sitting. How'd you do that? No, from when I was moving everything, I, oh. I twisted it. And oh, like that would have been a hell of a thing to twist your ankle while you were sitting. Well, if anybody could do it, it would be me. Simply upping the specifications also wouldn't solve this, as that would just create a higher ceiling for the team to max out and would still have the disparity between the docked and portable modes. Admittedly, studios could focus on optimizing the docked version of the game, and that in turn would solve the issue, but I doubt the production staff at most studios would really care to organize this, as I just mentioned. Why would you do that? Because the cost increase on the game just for a very limited game mode for a very limited audience. I I couldn't think anybody would do that. Yeah, it's not cost-effective. Overall, the Switch is a solid console, and while I agree with another author whose name I don't care, on the controller lag and syncing issues, this can be fixed quite directly. However, the above two issues have more long-term consequences and are possibly even intractable. i got to believe that during the quality assurance part of the... before the console came out, they knew this they was going to be that. a problem. I mean, it, it can't have been... You know, a blindside issue. You, I, I, you think it would have been. I mean, Artemis says Nintendo was having an issue holding a 30 frames per second at 1080p from what he's hearing. I've read the same thing in multiple places. And it's not just, although it's, people notice it the most with Zelda because that's what most people are playing. But it's not the only games having the issue. Yeah, but how many games do they have out for this thing? You said that there weren't many. And there's seven or eight with more coming, but not anytime soon. But look, the thre- look, these days, the gold standard is 60 frames per second. That's what gamers are expecting going forward, right. especially in, in, with um, um, online gaming or, or with uh, PC gaming. 60 frames per second is a very doable threshold to make. And what is it with that the new this cards. one is having? 30, which is what... <laughs> you, okay, but 30 is what you traditionally got for every system from the beginning of the NES forward. With the new generation of consoles, though, the PlayStation 4, the Xbox Three, uh, the Xbox One, and especially PC gaming, 60 frames per second is what people are expecting. Right. And if you're not attaining that, you better start there's, very soon. Yeah, there's some issues. If that is already maxed at 30... That's ridiculous. Then basically you have the Wii and the Wii U all over again, which is a very kitty-friendly, a kitty system. Right, and, and not a serious gamer... Not if you're going to have that kind of graphics, because what it means is, and it's not just a, a problem with optimization. Have, they can't have a very detailed, you know, graphic. Correct. If it's, Basically, what's going to end up happening? You're going to have like a cartoon, right? And that's what everything's going to look like. It's going to look like Warcraft from 2004. It was cool at the time. It was kind of you know cartoony and fun. Then. But we not know, anymore. Not anymore. It's boring. Don't do that. It's like the Wii. For, you want to play every game that looks like the Nintendo Wii or the Wii U? No. Those graphics suck. They're cool if you were a kid. It was kind of cool with the, with the controller because it was, it was new and different. Right. And it died out. It got old real fast. And the same thing. Third-party developers, and I said this when the system, before it even came out, when they announced what it was going to be, 
I said the system will sell like hotcakes, and then the third-party support is going to suck because nobody is going to want to invest the money into a completely different setup for the same games they're releasing for two different systems. God, that's stupid. Or develop a, a standalone game from the ground up. It just it doesn't work. It is not cost-effective. Companies are looking for bang for their buck, not reinventing the wheel. I'm sorry. It's just stupid. I just read the plot on Wikipedia. This is the Naked Man, whatever it is, from uh, Naked Oh yeah, yeah, Man, yeah. How, I got how I Met Your Mother. This is fantastic. It would have to be a really bad date to not work. Right. That's what, that's what they said. It works two out of three times or three out of four times, one or the other. can't remember which one it was. I think it's two out of three. Isn't Robert England dead? No. Oh, I thought he was dead. I thought Freddie no. was dead. Huh. All right, so what's your article? What do you got? Um, this is from this is from the Chicago Tribune, but it was on and it was in a couple different places. Um, and it was from it was earlier in the week. Pelosi's dodge on Kellyanne Conway teaches sad lesson on how to shame. Let's see this. Yeah, this was March the 7th. When is it acceptable in America for a woman to be the subject of a disgusting sexist joke offered by a man making a public speech in Washington when she's a Republican and when he's a Democrat? The laughter is the lash of a whip, a lesson to every woman and every independent minded girl who dares think about straying from liberal Democratic groupthink. And this is um, going back to that whole big thing about Kellyanne Conway kneeling kneeling on the couch. Okay, so, uh, and then came Nancy Pelosi to complete the final lesson on political fealty. Pelosi, Democrat and feminist, taught her lesson while appearing on CNN's State of the Nation with Jack Tapper. Tapper asked her about vulgar comments made by her fellow Democrat, U.S. Rep. Cedric Richmond of Louisiana. Richmond's target was Kellyanne Conway, advisor to President Donald Trump. Kelly or er, Conway had been kneeling on a couch in the Oval Office to take a photo of Trump surrounded by African American college and university leaders. A photo of Conway on the couch hit Twitter and everything went nuts. Um, the left loved the photo because it distracted from the Trump black leaders photo op and they loved it because they could mock her for kneeling on the couch but a few days later the topic came up at a formal political dinner by the washington press club foundation u.s senator tim scott republican from south carolina spoke first and made a joke that the oval office couch had seen worse things in the 90s referring to democrat president bill clinton's sex scandal Richmond, who spoke next, went even further. He took the greasy thumbs of Twitter and he put them in his mouth. He compared Conway to Monica Lewinsky, the White House intern who had sexual relations with Clinton in the Oval Office in the 90s. He said Conway was in a familiar pose. (laughs) What was going on there, I won't tell anybody, Richmond said to Scott, and you can just explain to me that circumstance because she really looked kind of familiar in that position. Don't answer, and I don't want you to refer back to the 90s. Cue the laughter. Familiar in the position? On her knees? Do you understand, girls? 
Republican mothers understand. Pro-life Republican aunts understand. Conservative older sisters, grandmothers, husbands, sons all understand the use of this political whip. Leader Pelosi, the joke was sexist. It was disgusting. Shouldn't the congressman apologize to Kellyanne Conway? Of course not, because Democrats never do. Never. Tapper asked, and honestly, where's the Democratic Party in expressing outrage about this? And then this is what... So much for for women empowerment. Right, and this is why I sent this to you, and this is why it disgusted me, because of this, this piece right here. Pelosi said she wasn't at the dinner, but quickly noted Trump had said... Extremely crude things about women in a private conversation gone public on that infamous Access Hollywood video that was released before the election. So she's saying, but what she's saying is, hey, it's the same thing. It's it's stupid. You were except they whipped up so much crazy to try to get him to lose the election. That's. That's uh-huh. what's disgusting. You all, but are... this isn't anything new. No, but this has been hypocrisy so... that we conservatives have dealt with for forty years in my lifetime. I mean, they they just it just made me sick to my stomach, and that's why I sent it to you because we've been talking about the hypocrisy of this yes. from the word go. Yes. And she's saying, you all are criticizing Cedric for something he said in the course of the evening, and he maybe should be criticized for that. I just don't know the particulars. But I do, every day, marvel at the fact that somebody who said the gross and crude things that President Trump said, he wouldn't even be allowed in a frat house, and he's in the White House. So instead of acknowledging, and instead of saying, yes, they were out of line, let's just turn it right around and try and point the finger at President Trump and not acknowledge that this was a disgusting joke and it should not be okay. And that is Kellyanne Conway the brightest bulb in the box? Probably not. Does she deserve to be attacked like this? No. No, absolutely not. And it's a stupid thing. It, we're, we're attacking her for sitting on a couch for crouching on a couch while she's taking a picture of a very important thing because look and so uh, we're gonna say that hey look she looks like she's familiar with being on her knees ha ha she's probably sucking his dick it's disgusting uh hano that's correct she took her shoes off to stand on the couch because she was asked to take a picture of trump and all the people that and were she the had old, to uh, be desk. and she had to be out of the way yes of the other official photographers. Right. She was taking a phone picture. Because she was asked to. Then she sat down to check it. That's correct. It's not a thing. They made it a thing. And what disgusts me is the fact that all of these supposedly women's empowerment group, uh, 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 the uh, women's organization and... You know, uh, the, and they're the ones that are guilty of All of them are the ones going after her because she has the audacity to A, be a woman, and B, work for Donald Trump. You know what? It's the same people that go after Ivanka, who are who've been calling for a boycott. All these women saying going after her, calling for a boycott of her of her wines and a, a boycott of her clothing line and a boy a boycott of her cosmetics. And Nordstrom went ahead and took it out of their stores. Huh? Wouldn't you know? Her sales are up three hundred twenty five percent. You have a I Trump. saw one where it was five hundred fifty seven percent. That's because it continues to go up. It's it's now a self fulfilling event. You have Ivanka Trump who arguably has more power in the White House than anybody since Delano Roosevelt. She is helping her father to actually craft some of the stuff that people are actually kind of going along with. 
in many ways, she's the true first lady because, and I don't blame her, Melania Trump doesn't want anything to do with no, it. No, she just... Not after they dragged her through the mud well, and, and whores after, shamed her. Well, and also... she's a model. And also where they're, you know, saying that Barron is autistic, autistic yes. and all this stuff. I want to protect my kid, too. Right, exactly. But they're slut-shaming her because she was a model? Right. Whatever happened to all the slut walks going on all over the nation? It's uh, You can wear whatever you want. You can wear nothing if you want. Women right. empowerment. No. Well, this, this Bitches, goes, man. Bitches. This goes on to say that, and in her avoidance, Pelosi slammed her lesson home, a lesson to women about what happens in the real political world to women when they don't cleave to the liberal line. Quote, well, I think everybody was making crude comments, Pelosi said, and I just don't know. I wasn't at that dinner. I'll look at what my colleagues said there. But I do think that in the Oval Office, we were always, always with decorum appropriate for the White House. So instead, again, saying I'm going to completely ignore the fact that this man made two men made completely inappropriate comments about her, we're just going to say, well, it's because she had her feet up on the sofa. Yep. That, that is, that's the issue. Let's just look at that as the issue. And then later, this guy, Richmond, offered one of those Washington political lickspittle apologies. Yep. Uh, it wasn't a real apology. Uh, what he said was, after a discussion with people I know and trust, I understand the way my remarks have been received by many. Bullshit. That's what you intended for them to be taken as. And then I have consistently been a champion for women's and women's issues. And because of that, the last thing I would ever want to do is to utter words that would hurt or demean them. Okay, I, you... I apologize to Kelly and Conway and everyone who have found my comments to be offensive. Okay. You knew they were offensive. You likened that to the 1990s. Because he was trying to act like a big shot in front of other people at this dinner because he thought he was going to be witty and funny by getting a zinger in on Kelly Conway. And because they believe in their little circle of the world that therefore the Trumps and their their, uh, associates are unpopular and hated by the public, which obviously is not the case considering looking at his approval ratings and the fact that he got elected, he thought he can get away with it. Because they do. And you know what? You're down the middle of the road. I know. You're not a Republican. You're not a Democrat. And I've been telling you since we met, we started talking politics in the day one. This shit happens all the time. There are their rules and there are ours. It's the same reason DiCaprio shows up to a climate change summit in Congress and somehow he gets to go up there and testify after flying there in his private jet. Right. Or the same thing with Al Gore, flying his private jet, spewing out more to- more carbon emissions than if he'd taken a normal flight and, and just gone first class. And not, I mean,. Wasn't Anne Hathaway in front of the U.N. last week for something? I have no idea. But this is disgusting. Comparing Conway to Lewinsky was intentional. Of course it was. But if if a Republican man was saying this stuff about a Democratic woman, it would make headlines for days. And this was... Under the rug. And, of course, they try and say, well, it did happen because, I mean, look, uh, uh, Trump did it. Uh, he, he uh, He made these comments. Yeah, he did. And you all called him out for it. You called him out huge for it. If you're a woman and you don't buy the liberal democratic politics, you'll be shamed in any way possible. Slut shamed. This is... This... 
is see, why, you this, look. You want an example of why Trump won? There it is. It's right here. It's right here. That's exactly the reason. And that's why, why I sent this to you because it just illustrates what was it that I was saying. It, this illustrates the hypocrisy, just textbook, absolute textbook, and and the fact that Pelosi, as a woman, she should be disgusted. She nope. should, but nothing, nothing. Let's just throw it all back and say, oh, well, you know, she shouldn't have had her feet up on the couch. Really? And and you're right. I am more of a down-the-middle kind of girl. And, yes, thank and you, I'm Hano. the one that sent this to you because this made me sick. Anne Hathaway was in front of the Congress about Syrian refugees, says Hondo. What the fuck does Anne Hathaway know about Syrian refugees? Why does she get any kind of 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 FaceTime with understand. anybody of authority? Because she's an actress. Because she is an actress. Because she's exactly, famous. Exactly. Because That's she's it. famous. Because she can, you know, she's a face. And it, it's no because they want to get their selfies, pictures taken, and autographs. See, see, I got to rub elbows with Anne Hathaway. And what does she know about anything? I read a lot. I Google searched it. Apparently, it's a you know what? Thing. I read a lot too. I'm not in front of of the United Nations. DiCaprio's going to go up there. What's your degree in, Leonardo DiCaprio? Do you do you have a, a master's or a bachelor's in, or I'm sorry, a, a a PhD in climatology? No, you don't. But hey, you made a movie or two that people remember. Remember that one, that whole climate change, where he froze to death in the Arctic? <laughs> huh? That ship would never have sunk of climate change. <laughs> Goddamn icebergs. What the hell was it? Lusitania or something? Titanic. Oh, yeah, that one. Which is 20 years old, <laughs> know, by the way. Oh, today. my God. Yeah. <laughs> ah, climate change killed Jack. <laughs> and 15 other souls. Oh, yeah. this is a nice ending. Um, let's see. People on... Um, and this is from the Chicago, this, Tri- Chicago Tribune, right. which is not exactly uh-uh. a conservative stronghold no. by any means. It says it teaches a much more profound lesson to young conservative women about political fealty than do liberal marches and women's strikes and public theater. What does it say? It says, kneel and pledge fealty or be shamed. And yet, I promise you, few people ever found out about that part of it. No. They only saw that picture well, and, and you heard and it about... it blew up on Twitter. I mean, it I was because, okay. everywhere. Okay, but, but, you, but we don't look at the, the fact that, as you said, every president in existence probably has had his feet up on the, the resolute desk. desk. Yeah, yeah, it's a and, desk. And that's not, you know... That's nobody looks askance at that. Nobody points. Well, a finger you know at that. what? I, I mean, think it's, people it's, did kind of bash on on Obama when he put it. I remember the scandal when oh Obama takes office and it appears a picture of him leaning on it with his foot propping the edge of the desk and he's right. on a phone call. I'm like, okay, pretty sure Reagan did it. I remember that. Who Reagan cares? did it. Why JFK did it. I mean, it's a Look, desk. Obama's got enough sins. This isn't one of them. I can bash the guy all day. I don't care that he put his foot on the resolute desk. All right. 
It so was I don't like care a if little he walks bit... around the fucking Oval Office naked. Well, Do your fucking job. That's well, what I care what, about. And what you and I were saying, I said it's the Resolute desk. It's a piece of furniture, and and that it's a re- the Resolute desk is a piece of history. The it couch is. that she was kneeling on is just a fucking couch. It's just a couch. Just a fucking couch. Why is that the big deal? Well, that's the problem. Is Lulu? It's a fucking couch. Oh, apparently. <laughs> or a second. Do couch, we even know that that's the same couch? No, I. I don't know. Probably not. I'm sure it's got stains on it. They had to remove and fix out. <laughs> it's, been, it's at least been reupholstered. I've got updates. Snow likely mainly through 3 p.m. tomorrow. Chance of precipitation 60%. Snow accumulation less than an inch. Monday night, snow accumulation 3 to 5 inches possible. 100% chance. Tuesday, snow. No kidding. 100% chance. <laughs> 3 to 5 inches. Tuesday night, snow. 90% ch- it's getting better. 90% chance, 2 to 4 inches. Wednesday, 1 to 3 inches. And this does not take into account any kind of lake effect we might get. Although yeah. east side usually gets worse than we do. No, east side's going to... So, I'm not looking forward to driving there and driving if back. If you were to listen to this, best case scenario is we get 3, 6, we get 8 inches. Worst case, we get 14. Not uh, including lake effect. Uh, yuck. Now... We've had a very mild winter, though. And this is this is going off of it puts us at the Cleveland Hopkins Airport, which is the closest main uh, target area for where we live. What the reality? Okay, here it is. It's Cuyahoga Lake, Geauga, Ashbeal, Inland Ashbeal, Lakeshore, Northern and Southern Erie, Crawford, including the cities of Cleveland, Menor, Chardon, Jefferson, Ashtabula. Because basically, it's the east side. This is their warning that God is still pissed. At Shaker Heights or something, and he's coming to form. Okay, so we're going to do this weather yes. for um, the handful of people that listen to us in the Cleveland area. Because Leal's in the Cleveland area. He's west of here, but yeah. Okay. Do you really think the people that... Well, you got to understand, this is a <laughs> huge storm. It's not just going to affect Ohio. They have blizzard warnings going out for New York and Boston for this. Because it's a big nor'easter. It's going to be feeding into it. Pennsylvania's going to get pasted. West Virginia's going to get pasted. Virginia's going to get it in the face. Washington, D.C. I'm doing a public service to everybody from here to the East Coast that's about to get shit on by this storm. Yeah, and how many of our listeners are actually foreign? I, A lot. So what? <laughs> you think our Norwegian listeners don't have to deal with snow? <laughs> I think they don't give a fuck the about way, our weather patterns. I'll tell you, find out about this. I read an article <laughs> that somebody's going to be selling $100 a bottle of water from Norway. What? It's from yeah, yeah. It's like a hundred dollar bottle of water because it's it's being filled from the fjords of Norway. They're gonna go to a glacier and they're gonna just shovel snow from the glacier and then melt it and then sell it. And it's gonna be a hundred dollars a bottle. Omar's oh, not gonna hit her. Yeah, because she's in Chicago. See, yeah, luxury spring yeah, water. Yeah, but that's from two thousand and eight. No, no, no. This is just recently. Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. Here it is. Luxury iceberg water. Right. At a hundred dollars a pop. Published on March the 3rd, 2017. It's from Fox Business. You're going to take this to the chance that some walrus are sealed and piss on it? Americans love their bottled water, with drinking consumption reaching new highs, even topping the almighty soda as the best-selling drink. Uh, one region-based startup thinks its new bottle of iceberg water, straight from the remote fjords of Norway... Will set a luxury trend as they tap into the fourteen. Holy shit, fourteen point two billion dollar water market. Yes, that's insane. It's just now past pop. 
It's iceberg water, meaning we actually go out into the fjords near the North Pole, just 800 miles away, and we pick out icebergs that would otherwise be melting, and we take them back, melt them, and sell it. Nope. I'm good. Oh, my God. All right, real quick. we got to get... That's uh, insane. Side note, I want to get this in, and then we got to do You've been told we got to get out of here, because we're approaching 10 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. From Salon.com. Now, again... I must put a warning out there. I know I'm going to be reading a Salon article. And I know we're at least going to be responding to it. Um, we're going to... to how, do I, how do I put this? Uh, oh, excuse me. We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and that's I a know big... It's a troll. <laughs> I know it's a troll. You all know it's a troll. But we're going to go ahead and read this anyways. From Salon.com. How the United States military is using violent, chaotic, and beautiful video games to train soldiers. New games allow soldiers to take their combat roles home with them, blurring their on- and off-duty lives. Okay. Now, that's what it says in the title of the article. I'm going to stop right there and say that They've been making video games for training purposes since the 80s. And I know this as I watched the movie Iron Eagle. And in that movie, (laughs) Doug is flying the F-14, F-16, F-16 Falcons in a flight simulator against simulated MiGs. Well, couldn't we also And if Douglas Masters can fly... And those simulated games. Well, and also we could. We uh, what about um, the last Starfighter? When that? Well, well, no. I mean, because this actually exists. It really is a, a flight simulator they had at the time. Okay. They have a much a much better one these days. Okay. Uh, or you know, Army of One, or I mean, the U.S. Army, whatever it is. There are many games out there that are used as for training. Or would you prefer we send all of our troops out there? scouring every single city in the country, shooting at things like a Hogan's Alley to try and train them. But I digress. This article was originally published on The Conversation uh, by Scott, because I do believe in giving proper credit. Uh, You can blame Scott Nicholas Romaniuk, R-O-M-A-N-I-U-K, and Tobias Burgers conversation topics call of duty simulated combat soldiers call of duty yes call of duty okay all my training about the military i got from quake (laughs) what do you mean i can't run fast with a knife that's bullshit i most certainly can i played a counter-strike i don't want to take out terrorists Violent video games have become embedded within american culture over the past several decades and especially since 9-11 really so what about Doom and Wolfenstein and Quake and Duke Nukem and Sin and Postal and all those all other those games? All those that were way before that. <laughs> and that's just PC, not including the shooters we had uh, and stuff on the Nintendo. The gen- I, Okay, sorry. <laughs> First-person shooters in particular have become increasingly popular. Okay, all games have become increasingly popular because more people are playing These games, in which players are positioned behind a gun, 
have turned a generation of kids into as digital a, warriors. As opposed to being in front of the gun? Well, to be fair, if their concern is that we're making soldiers, those digital soldiers could never be real ones because they're 400 pounds and don't leave their basement. <laughs> but don't worry, just as soon as we're able to invent the human drone, we're good. Once we have piloted Cylons, then you're fucked. Who fight terrorists and battle alien invaders? Many play first-person shooters for pure, innocent enjoyment. Somehow, my guess is that's not where this article is going. Some like achieving objectives and being part of a team. And for others, it simply feels good to eliminate an enemy, especially someone who's trying to harm them. For the U.S. military, the the rise of first-person shooters has been a welcome development. In recent years, the military has encouraged many of its soldiers to partake in the thrill of violent video games as a way to continue combat training. Huh. So they're encouraging soldiers to play games that would simulate real-life combat situations. Hmm. Weird. Lulu, have you ever had any kind of training at any kind of job that was computer based that had to do with your with with your specific job uh yeah huh have you ever been able to do any of that training at home or play a game that was like it like like a stock market game or uh yeah monopoly uh yeah okay all right <laughs> i just wanted to make sure i'll just i was checking all right 12 to 18 inches of snow coming to Boston. We are fully prepared to be somewhat inconvenienced. See? <laughs> Fucking Boston. All right. <laughs> to be somewhat inconvenienced. <laughs> the games allow soldiers to take the combat roles home with them and blur their on-duty responsibilities with their off-duty non-combat routines and lives. But what effect have these video games had on U.S. soldiers? How accurately do they depict military life? My, it's starting to, like... Slide down now. Hang on, I gotta fix the damn thing. I tell you, these shock mounts are annoying as hell. Well, you wanted them. Well, they're better than what we had. Yes, they were. Where is that? But it, it, mine's getting limp. It's getting droopy. <laughs> well, it's getting on ten o'clock. It's getting tired. It's kind of hard to me to like talk into it the whole time. It gets bored. Wow, it really is getting like. Uh. <laughs> Well, it's a heavy mic. It's a big, thick, heavy mic. Uh-huh. It's also black. Uh-huh. Well, it is. I wanted to get it white. What do you said? No, I like talking to the black one. I'm like, all right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I said. Okay. There we go. Better. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh, that's right. U.S. military baby killers. Got it. For the U.S. military, <laughs> the rise of person. Okay, blah, 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 blah. But what effects do they actually help recruit, train, and retrain, retain troops? I don't know. I doubt you do either. I'm looking to see if I goofed this because it, it feels like it snapped. It didn't. Okay. All right. From battle screen to battlefield. As part of the study, we interviewed 15. Wow. Oh, really? What a sampling. That's that a huge sampling. Shit. Holy have, moly. I know we have a little over 1.7 million active duty. So let's just three and a half billion retired. All right. Those are actual retired retired. 
As part of the study, we interviewed 15 current and former members of the United States military who were between the ages of 24 and 35 to understand the role of violent first-person uh, games. Play. And that's if you take them at their word. And that's you actually assume that they're telling the truth about you know, what these guys said. Uh, the majority of interviewees told us it was important to stay in the mindset of a soldier even when not on duty. Huh. No kidding. Uh, it was shocking. Game preferences varied among the soldiers we interviewed, but popular titles included Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2 and Arma 2. That's the Army's version, which a current member of the Army said was one of the most hardcore assault experiences in gaming. Meanwhile, an Iraq war... I would love to have had to get um, Voyeur's response on this since he is an Iraq war vet. An Iraq war veteran described Call of Duty Black Ops 2 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare as, quote... The ultimate first-person shooter experience ever. An intensive, intensive and highly realistic approaches to tactical combat. The choice of attacking with stealth or unleashing an all-out frontal assault full of mayhem is yours. It's violent, it's chaotic, it's beautiful. In this, the Iraq War veteran seems to say that video games can reflect real-life combat situations, an attitude that others share. I guess if you really were going to fight like that, but in my experiences, it's usually some Yahoo kid screaming obscenities, call me the N-word, running full tilt into the enemy, spraying and praying. If that is realistic, then yes, I suppose. Spray Altered realities. But it's tough to make the case that games accurately simulate what a soldier's life is really like. First, military tours of duty are not solely made up of hard-charging, chaotic battles. No, that's why you have the games, asshole. The majority of soldiers won't participate in any full frontal combat operations. That's because it, co- it takes seven, I'm sorry, four support members, if I remember correctly. It's four support to put every one warfighter in the field. Mm-hmm. So it takes four guys working behind the scenes to support one guy who's fighting. Yep. Second, and most importantly, in the digital world, there are no legal and ethical considerations. When things go wrong, when innocent people are killed, there are no ramifications. Yeah, just like on Looney Tunes, there's no ramifications when <laughs> Wile E. Coyote is dropped from a cliff episode after episode after episode. Somehow, that mass-murdering fucking roadrunner gets away with it every goddamn time. And to date, although I'm surprised, everything that's gone after Bugs Bunny is still alive. Mm-hmm. That guy dresses in drag and kisses people. I don't know why this Acme Corporation gets away with such shoddy business practices. How have practices? they not been sued into oblivion? That's an excellent point. Acme Industries is a fucking death trap. They All their stuff works exactly Has one anybody time. checked their Better Business Bureau rating? I know there is actually an Acme Corporation. I'm afraid well, of it. Well, and you know Acme means the highest of the high. That's why it's so funny. It Ac- was then, yeah. Nobody, no, nobody would get it now because no one remembers no, what but, Acme was. No, but no. the the word Acme actually means. Hang on, I looked this up once. <laughs> the, the Acme Corporation has been negligent for decades in hurting cartoon animals. Right. Hang on. Somehow that boulder chucking catapult just never seems to fire correctly. Well, no, all their stuff works exactly one time if if he would just stop testing it it would work fine um acme is a noun that means the point at which someone or something is best perfect or most successful that's why it's funny 
because it's the pinnacle of of the best. When things go wrong, when innocent people are killed, there are no ramifications. If anything, the games warp these real-world consequences in the minds of players. In 2012, psychologi- psychologists Brock Bastian, Jolanda Jetton, and Helena R.M. Reddick were able oh. to use brain scans to show that playing violent video games had the potential to desensitize players to real-life violence and the suffering of others. And yet, because I know we've done on the show, study after study after study has been unable to prove any connection between watching violent movies, reading violent books, or playing graphic violent video games and committing violence in the real world. Well, yeah, because it's not just this generation of people. You're telling me that... Watching um, people, gladiators, kill each other in in ancient Rome. I saw Russell Crowe kill some people. I feel the need to strip down to just my bare chest, grab a sword far too short for anything else. Right. And go to my neighbor's house and yell for him to come out and fight me in the yard. Right. I mean. And then I have to go over to my wife and say, "I, for those of us about to die, salute you. Okie dokie. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Caesar would like you to get off his lawn. <laughs> it's not Caesar, asshole! It's Steve! Steve would like you to get off his lawn. <laughs> That's not a thumbs down either. <laughs> That's definitely a middle finger. <laughs> In 2010, an article for the Brookings Institute, political scientist Peter Singer quoted a special forces soldier who was involved in the production of America's Army 360 and a video game developed to recruit training and train enlistees. You lose an avatar, just reboot the game. In real life, you lose your guy. You've lost your guy. And then you've got to bury him. And then you've got to call his wife. Okay. If you want to put that in the game, it'd be kind of weird, but okay. Indeed, journalist Evan Wright wrote in the book Generation Kill... The soldiers were on intimate terms with the culture of video games, reality TV shows, and internet porn. Okay, so is everybody else who's not a soldier. By the way, it's soldiers, S-O-L-D-E-R-S. Those damn solders. Solders are on intimate terms with video game culture. Fucking solders. Always putting two things together. Real life combat, however, it was something entirely different. What I saw was a lot of them discovered levels of innocence that they probably didn't think they had. When they actually shot people, especially innocent people, and were confronted with this, I saw guys break down. The violence in games hadn't prepared them for this. Doesn't that just fly in the face of everything you just said? Doesn't it desensitize them to violence? But now you're saying they broke down when the innocents got caught in the crossfire? Right, so... You've got to be shitting me. You can't they have it themselves. both ways. Right, they just refuted themselves. They're just talking out of their ass. Thus, video games might might suck soldiers in, offer a tantalizing status of the glory and excitement of battle. Okay, well then I'm sucked in by the taste of glory and excitement of simulated baseball playing RBI 2008 or the new MLB 2017. I guess I'm pretending to be a baseball player. ha ha ha. But they do little to prepare themselves for the types of threats that actually exist on the battlefield. That's why they take training. Look, fuckstick, I would believe you and understand if a soldier's training was completely game-based. If they went to Camp Lejeune <laughs> and for the that's U.S. All Marines. They, they sit in a, in a 
dark room and they play video games. That's their entire training. That's welcome to Paris Island, maggots. Go to your right, get your hair shaved, receive one pair of boots, one set of khakis, one copy of Call of Duty. You will then play it for 12 <laughs> hours a day for the next eight weeks and then, until you are a and lean, then you're graduating. Mean, fat fighting machine. Right. That's such bullshit. Son, what are you doing? I'm circle, circle strafing you, sir. Why are you hopping up and down? So that you can't hit me with a rocket launcher, sir. <laughs> Sir, where do you think ISIS is holding their flags? Their flags? Well, yeah. Don't we have to capture the flag to make them lose and bring back freedom? I'm better on defense, Sarge. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hanu has a good point. Amp, you were incorrect. The coyote had black eyes and bandages after falling millions of feet from a cliff. Look, again, we knew going into this article, which is half the reason I did it, is because I knew we'd have a lot of cool responses. But I, this is why you have real-life training, so that you know how to respond to real-life threats and situations. By your logic, ISIS can train all of their people, and that must be them. They're a legion of video game players. Right. So why does anybody ever need to go wow, out into I, the if, the field? Know. We're just all going to have one big esports. Look, I'll thing. tell you what: the day they invent like the pilotable Cylon, the world is fucked. You bet. I tell you what: <laughs> we better relook. I know that Trump wants to shoot down that uh, trade agreement with South Korea. I don't know, man. I don't know. The Asians are going to be like, fuck Europe, man. I want the Japanese and the South Koreans <laughs> on our team where the shit goes down. We want the otaku generation That's on our right. side. That's right. <laughs> the millennials will save our ass. You read Armada by uh, by Klein. Hell yeah. There you go. That's it. That's the army of the future. <laughs> and as soon as they do, look out because America is going to rule everything. Oh, yeah. My son will <laughs> keep us safe. <laughs> he'll be a freaking general in the military. Well, I will, because I was, I was playing the RTSs. So he'll be a grunt, because he plays the first-person shooters now. I do, too. Just, no, he I doesn't. Don't. He doesn't play first-person shooters? Oh. He plays MOBAs. He's useless he's, to us. He plays MOBAs. He's fucking useless. He's going to be the laundry guy. Go cook <sighs> us something. He's a good cook, actually. <laughs> just, all right. Why doesn't he cook when he's here, then? Because you don't like pasta, and that's what he's really good at. Oh, that's not food. Yes, it is. It's fat and a noodle. With no taste. Says the man who eats meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. Ooh, there's a piece of lettuce in there. I eat the lettuce. A piece of lettuce to five pounds of meat is not healthy. I don't think anybody can humanly eat five pounds of meat. In a week. I don't think I eat five pounds of meat in a week. You are a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I was raised in meat and potatoes. I don't eat five pounds of meat in a week. Uh Jesus Christ. All right, time for You've Been Told, the highlight of the show. Let me get the hell out of here. You've Been Told is a short-form commentary segment for The Emperor's Court, written and produced by Octail. Check me out on Twitter, at The Octail. This week, I'd like to spend my time on You've Been Told talking about a couple of YouTubers that I have stumbled across, and they're not really YouTubers. They're people who are doing things that have YouTube channels whose messages have been resonating with me. But before I do that, I want to do uh, hang on, one hang on, other hang on, thing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, I, I loaded the wrong one. God damn it. 
I fucking knew I would. All right, hang on. Uh, I, the problem is I got to get into my email in order to get it. Folks, give me just a second. I, that's the wrong one. I don't know why I downloaded the wrong one. Are you going to be able to get into your email? I, yeah, I just did. Okay, finally okay. it worked. Oh, I don't even have time to read this guy's hate mail, do I? No. Mm-hmm. Give me just a second. My, oh, my apologies, folks. I thought I had the right one on there. We already did 26. This is supposed to be on 28. And then I think he just recorded 29, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there it is. So give me one second and download it. I might also just grab them both. That's not embarrassing at all. <clears throat> eh. Well, I... Yeah. You know. I even had it listed out. Yeah, it's right here. Did episode 26. Oh, fuck, I had it right in front of me. I actually wrote it down. <laughs> I replaced this file or skip. No, I've actually got it in the in the bin, too. <laughs> you just grabbed the wrong one. Herp it herp. Yeah, it happens. Not usually to me. Uh-huh. Scanning for viruses. That asshole gives me viruses. I rat him out to the consulate in Norway. <laughs> oh, no, he was trafficking in, like, lizard porn. Lizard porn? Well, yeah, it's going to be something weird. So then stop and go, like, all right, who would make this up? Exactly my point. <laughs> who would say he's trapped in lizard porn? <laughs> gives it an air of credibility to it. Okie dokie. Okay. Actually, I think this kind of flies, this kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier, if I remember right. All right, here we go. The real You've Been Told. My apologies, episode 27. You've Been Told is a short-form commentary segment for the Emperor's Court, written and produced by Octale. Check me out on Twitter, at The Octale. Today we're going to talk about the Justice Democrats. It should come as no surprise that a movement like the Justice Democrats would arise now, given that the Democratic Party is the weakest it has been since 1864, when the... I'm sorry. Uh, he started off by saying uh, the, social, the justice Democrats. I just had this this vision in my head <laughs> of the world's weakest, most pathetic superhero league you can think of. <laughs> and it's Justice Warrior and the Feminazi. And, you know, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to derail, but that's just what runs in my head. Funny. The Democratic Party was well on its way to losing the Civil War. But who are the Justice Democrats? More importantly, can the Justice Democrats accomplish the items on their platform? Well, I'm going to use You've Been Told this week to dig in and find out. Now, according to the Wikipedia for the Justice Democrats, and by the way, you have to use Wikipedia because both the Justice Democrat website and the brand new Congress website doesn't give you this information, but... According to the Justice Democrats' Wikipedia, the founders or owners of the Justice Democrats are uh, Jenk Unger of the Young Turks and Kyle Kalinske of Secular Talk. Now, I was going to spend a bunch of time mocking their YouTube channels, but we're not going to have time for that today. So, um, and the other two names that are listed are Saikat Chakrabarty and Zach Exley. Now, those two names are associated with a with a website called the Brand New Congress. We'll get to Brand New Congress in a little bit, including their plan, which, by the way, spoiler alert, totally not accomplishable. But back to the Justice Democrats. Here's the Justice Democrats platform. Item number one. Pass a constitutional amendment to put an end to Washington corruption and bring about election reform. 
Uh, super PACs should be banned, private donations banned, and institute a clean public financing system that should be implemented to end the takeover of our government by corporations and billionaires. Really, you can do this with one piece of paper that says that political advertising is free and no television station or network can make money off of, or radio station or media outlet can make money off of political advertising, and add a regulation to the Federal Communications Commission that says that if you offer advertising for one side of a political campaign or constant uh, or a ballot item in an election, you must also, in the same half hour of programming, offer a commercial for the other side of the of the ballot item or the uh, race, be it city council, be it governor, be it state legislature, national legislature, president, doesn't matter. Right? And then you've taken all the need for money out because, again, it's the media companies that are gouging the campaigns for money to run advertising. So make the advertising free, not a need for money. Money is essentially out of politics because the need is gone. But anyway, uh, to go on. It's time for an Article 5 convention to take our democracy back from the brink of oligarchy. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I can't think of a time in which an Article 5 convention has ever been called. Uh, You can look it up and tell me I'm wrong. I'm not going to because, well, who cares? Uh, You're never going to get a constitutional amendment to get money out of politics because you'll never get three-quarters of the states to agree on the wording of it. So, not implementable. Re-regulate Wall Street and hold white-collar criminals accountable. The Democrats had the the opportunity to do this and passed on it. Uh, And corporate tax dodging um, doesn't say how. Defend free speech and expression, which is going to be interesting given what's uh, what's next. Oppose bigotry, um, which is all of the ists and isms that you would find on Tumblr, made manifest, and again, this is a group of people that can't be intellectually honest about the religion of the guy who shot up a nightclub and executed 50 gay people in Orlando. So uh, they don't have any interest in opposing bigotry. Uh, make the minimum wage a living wage and tie it to inflation, which makes them anti-labor. Ensure universal health care is a right, which make them, makes them anti-labor. Ensure universal education as a right, which makes them anti-labor. Uh, un- end unnecessary wars in nation building, which is fine, although it's the like eighth most important thing instead of like the second most important thing if they were real liberals. Uh, end the failed war on drugs. Uh, create a new New Deal. Our infrastructure gets a great D from the Society of Civil Engineers. The government should invest trillions, 3.6 of them to be exact, according to the Society of Civil Engineers. There's no reason why we can't have the world's number one infrastructure. Actually, there is a reason. It's because people are talking about why infrastructure is a construct of the patriarchy. So that's why we don't have the, uh, the world's number one infrastructure. Create the renewable energy revolution by telling all those people that used to build things that they are not welcome in this economy. Uh, block bad trade deals. So, you know, we've made it to like line item number 11 in the Justice Democrats platform, and we finally found something that's pro labor. So, by blocking TPP and NAFTA. Good job, Justice Democrats. 
uh, end constitutional overreaches. You would think this would include the Dear Colleague letter from Joe Biden, which revoked the 4th, 5th, 6th, 8th, and 10th Amendment rights of college-age men, but of course, doesn't. Uh, ban arming human rights violators, defend and protect women's rights, because, of course, that uh, 1.6 cents, if you use the uh, studies with good methodology, or at least better methodology than the 79-cent BS that gets bandied about a lot by this group, um, it's actually somewhere between 4.8 and 6.6. There's another study that says that men work 5% longer than women, so the real number is somewhere in the one and a half. Uh, percent range and by God got to make sure that that's, uh, that that's uh, taken care of uh, ensure paid vacation time sick time family leave and child care prevent so, uh, protect social security Medic- Medicare and Medicaid uh, pro entitlement that's actually a liberal platform surprise but it's like 18th 17th in this thing Implement comprehensive immigration reform because we need votes. Enact police uh, reform. Combat homelessness. Uh, Enact common sense gun regulation, but again, no specifics on what common sense gun regulation means. Uh, And abolish the death penalty, which seems like at odds with uh, prison reform. But again, I... People must understand this more than I do. These ideas represent what the Democrat Party was supposed to represent all along. Opinion polls in the United States demonstrate that these policy positions are overwhelmingly popular. Indeed, throughout the industrialized world, these ideas are considered moderate. There's a movement about freedom and justice. And it's a movement by and for working people with, like, half a dozen anti-labor platform statements. But whatever. If the Democrats refuse to embrace this platform, they'll continue to lose, either to Republicans or to us. The future of the Democratic Party is the justice wing, not the establishment wing. So I, I guess it's civil war inside the Democrat Party. Now let's go on to brand new Congress, because the Justice Democrats and the brand new Congress are now their buds and whatnot. So the idea is to run 400 or more not not career politicians as candidates for Congress in 2018 and to get some number of them elected. Which, again, sounds all well and good. But here's the plan for the brand new Congress. Rebuild and repair local communities, starting with those that have been left the farthest behind. Fix our nation's crumbling infrastructure, starting with the most economically depressed regions of our country. Give small businesses the competitive edge in rebuilding America. Build the inevitable free and clean energy economy now. Totally eliminate health care costs for American businesses. Build a new high-wage, high-tech industry that America is missing. Pay for it all the same way we've paid for all the multi-trillion dollar wars and bank bailouts. Which means, by the way, to put it all on credit, which we no longer have, because we can no longer afford to service the debt we already have. Because the Fed is going to have to raise interest rates in order to tank the economy to get a Democrat elected in 2020. That's coming, by the by. So just to just to uh, so you're aware, um, in January, I haven't talked about this. In January, the monthly inflation number came out, and it was three times 
what the Fed is comfortable with in terms of an inflation number. Uh, What the Fed wants in terms of inflation is a 2% year-over-year inflation number. If you take the 0.6% that was reported for January and uh, essentially amortize that out over a year, it lies the annual inflation rate is somewhere between 7 and 8%, which is three to four times what the Fed wants. The only way to combat that is to raise interest rates. If you raise interest rates, you're going to tank the American bond market. And as soon as you tank the American bond market, the uh, U.S. dollar as the reserve currency globally is finished. And that's the end of the U.S. economy. So just to connect all the dots between uh, uh, between what's happening in January, what's happening today, what's going to happen over the next four years. So you heard it here first. And this isn't even first. There are people who have been talking about this for like a year now. The brand new Congress platform talks about real wages stagnating. So again, they're anti-labor. And by the way, the idea behind me saying that is if you take like a grocery store job and the grocery store jobs in Denver right before I left, the starting wage was uh, around $10, something like ten fifty. And you impose a federal minimum wage of $15, then the wages at that grocery store are going to go up by a minimum of 50%. And will probably go up more, more along the lines of 60 or 70%, because the cost of living in Denver is more than it is, on average, other places in America. So what you've done to this business is you've increased the cost of doing business by 50 to 70%. Now, who do you think is going to pay for that? The business owner? Is the business owner just going to eat the cost of that? No. Working class people are going to eat the cost of that by paying increased costs. So instead of paying 3 to $4 for a gallon of milk, you're now paying 5 to $6 for a gallon of milk. Instead of paying... $3 for a gallon of gasoline, you're paying four fifty for a gallon of gasoline when gas prices are supposed to be quote-unquote low. And that's assuming that this same group of people don't tax the hell out of gasoline to induce everybody to buy a Prius or an electric car. So, that's why I say uh, mandatory living wage, minimum wage is anti-labor because it will be prohibitively expensive for a grocery store owner, for example, or a McDonald's franchise owner, for example, to be able to maintain any sort of staff, which means you'll replace all of those people with machines because machines cost nothing after you've, after you've installed them and account for a little bit of maintenance year to year. Whereas the human beings now suddenly cost 70% more than they used to. Okay, so let's, let's sort of tie this off because this is running long. Um, the bottom line is, really, that um, it's an anti-labor platform. It's a attempt at waving your arms and going, No, 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 all you working class people that are actually populists but have voted Democrat all this time and then switched to Republican when the Republicans ran a populist. No, no, we're, we're populist too. It's, we're populist too. Um, never forget that Anna Kasparian works for the Young Turks and she's just a social justice warrior. So we know kind of 
what the real platform is, and it's not what they say it is. Like, most of these goals, I think, are noble enough. Uh, I think their implementation is impossible, and there is no specifics when it comes to these plans, right? Brand new Congress says they will update and fix our company, our country's entire in- infrastructure. That's going to cost $3.6 But they don't say how. They don't say how they're going to phase it in. They don't say what they're going to focus on. They don't say... There's no... There's no specifics to this. So it's all pie in the sky. None of it's implementable, especially the constitutional amendment thing. So... I, I, I guess we're going to waste our time for the next four years. Like, I guess that's the goal. My name is Atil, and you've been told. Let's go back to Emperor and the rest of the Emperors. All right, starting with the last and working my way back. Um, it, it, it's not, and I know we're, we're over our time, and I hope we're not interfering with people who come after us real quick. Um, I, shit, I didn't realize it was going to take this long. It's not just the fact that they're, that they're noble ideas. Fine. I don't trust the people who want to implement them, even if it worked. Not to mention, they want to do all these things, but they don't explain how they're going to pay for any of it. They don't explain any kind. And, and there's massive costs to all of this. And, and Octail brings it up. He's got a good point. We can't borrow against anything because we were already so far in debt as is. In order to do what they want to, we'd have to, go, we'd have to double, triple the amount of debt we're already in. And we don't have, an ex- we don't have a way to uh, pay for it now. How are we supposed to do that going forward to make all these changes? Tax the rich. Do this. We're going to have everybody down to a regular playing field. No. It doesn't work I work that my way. ass off. And don't tell me any kind of about a privilege. Work, figure someone else out. I work Help my, themselves up. I work my ass off. And I've worked my ass off since I was 16 I'm years old. I'm tired of my money going to social uh, social programs. I'm tired of my money going to other people who don't. And don't tell me, well, there's a lot of people who, who can't, you know, they can't find jobs or, or, or they're, you know, they're downtrodden. You know what? So, that's true. There are people in this world who, for whatever reason, um, that it, it, it may not get a, a, a hand up. They may not be able to find a, a good job. They may not be able to uh, get out of their circumstances. That happens. It's called life. Would I wish and wave a magic wand so that we all didn't have to go through that? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Is that a reality? Of course not. Wow. And I'm not going to throw the entire country out or the baby out with the water because that's what you're talking about doing. And I find it very funny that if they want to focus on all the economically uh, 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 downtrodden places first, by and large, almost 100% of the time, those are traditionally Democratic-run strongholds. Detroit, Chicago, Flint, you name it. Cleveland, year after decade after decade of Democrat-run. The Rust Belt. Blame it on them. You want to put the blame on somebody's doorstep. Shit. You know what? Remind me. I want to go through this again next week uh, when we've got more time. Okay. I, I, we traditionally, you know, hold this over because it's, you know, the better part of the better segment for the end of the show. I, we're out of time. I got to go. It's a, a quarter after. Um, yeah, we've got shows going up behind us. we got to run. All right. Real quick. Uh, thanks to uh, um, Octail for doing what you've been told. Uh, thanks to No Wise for uh, the uh, Odor Prior F Geek Radio for hosting us. Uh, I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If it was not for you, we wouldn't be doing this. I want to thank uh, 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 Scrub Puppy for keeping our Facebook up and running. Much appreciated. If you want to contact the show, please do so at Emperor's Court for Twitter. Send it to Emperor1G at Cox.net. Assuming the Cox gets their shit together and I can actually look at it. Um, 
Look, uh, please join us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, Emperor's Court, and all of your money helps go keep the show uh, running. We appreciate and it. We always very much. And do uh, incremental upgrades as needed. So, uh, folks, there you go. Um, please come play with us on WoW. Yeah, uh, join us on the Elysium Project. We're on the Elysium Flavors Player Server for World of Warcraft Vanilla. It is free to play. We invite you to, to come find us. If you decide to, I am the Pepsi Tyrant. Send me a message, email me, whatever. Get me out of the game, I'll get you in the clan. All right, folks, we got to run. Have a good night, everybody.